Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Experience. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar. And your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Good evening, Earthlings. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but first, Kamar, how was your week? No, first, Kamar, do you want to go over the new patrons? I'd love to go over the new patrons. I'm done. Okay. Yeah, it's been a slow couple weeks. That's fine. Slow couple weeks. It doesn't matter, which is a shame because I just want to say, first off, I think our post show last week was like one of our, some of our best work ever. Almost like we should still give it away for free. Almost. Okay. But starting with the chimp tits and going to the the waxing balls, like it, it had everything. And I, I mean, great feedback. You know, it's, I'll be honest, the post show is my least amount of editing, so I don't usually fully listen to it. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I remember the chimp tit. Talk, I didn't so. remember the chimp tits. I haven't heard it again. I, I remember we started talking about chimp tits. We, we, got, we got to get rid of that extra bar for you now. No, this. You got an extra bar that's giving you too much. I'm so high by the time the post show gets here yes. that the chances of me remembering anything I said. But I mean, the feedback, engagement, it was just amazing. I mean, everyone enjoyed it who listened to it. All right, so no new patrons. That's okay. Kamar, how was your week? Do you guys like your farts? No. You don't like your farts? No. Like if you fart and it doesn't smell, you're just like, that's good? Yes, I would prefer if I farted and it wasn't like atrocious. Simon? I mean, I'm always interested in the mystery of it. But like, Listen, we, yes, when it's really bad, you're amazed. You're like, that was inside me. Well, like, and I kind of always are like, I'm like what's this going to bring? Like, what does this fart bring? And you, but no, ooh, I don't. Wetness. I don't like my farts. I would well, be happy no if I didn't fart. have to smell my own fart. But you still don't like it when you rip a huge one. You're just like, wow. And it makes your stomach feel better? Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, so. Anyways, well, everyone likes relief. That's a weird question. I ate these egg rolls, I think it was on Tuesday, from Cypress Garden. If you're new, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. And uh, the next day, like, I was, <laughs> I was, like, throwing stuff around the corner. It was amazing. Painting these hallways in the eddy. The fart bender. Like it was, but the other guy was like, what the hell? The fart a meringue. Um, you know that this is talking about your week. You talk about whatever you want. You don't have to like preempt it with a question about whether we like farts. Just tell us about oh, how I much think you his like week, your farts. He figured out his, his love for his farts. I, I guess I just want to know where you guys are at. I apologize. No, um, I'm just saying. Highlight of my week was watching Richard Branson go to space today. That was the highlight of your week. Weird. Okay. Was it so, enjoyable? No, but it was sort of like cheesy, but... You don't believe in the moon landing, but you think he went to space. Well, I watched it happen. So, I mean, it could be doctored, but it was more like possibly watching the Wright brothers. You know what I mean? Like, it it could have been that moment. We don't know. Well, I mean, the Wright brothers built the plane. And he's built the first... No, he didn't build jack shit. No, he he invested whatever. the, The whole thing happening, not being NASA, being private, is just like... This could be the dawn of a new era. This could be, could be. Yeah, the dawn right. of people yeah. dying. He's saying he's, would you do it, Simon? No, of course not. Go to space? Yeah. Fuck no. Of course not. Because he's starting like a 
fund where people can go. Unless I'm guaranteed to meet aliens. Well, then obviously. we have a different. Uh, okay, yeah. That was my neat week in a nutshell there, man. But all even right. then, I wouldn't go to space, just so you know. Simon, how was your week? My week was all right, Matthew. Thank you for asking. Um, did I mention last week that it was my anniversary? No. No, you didn't. Happy anniversary. 19 years. That's insane. It's a long time. It just shows how old I am. We have like a we have a twenty three year old listener on the Reddit. So well, there you go. What do you do for a nineteenth anniversary? Well, the gift is brass, so <laughs> there wasn't really a lot going on, but uh, nothing. We just we went up to the cottage, which was nice because that was the first time we've been up there. So that was terrific. Gave me some time to um, decide that I'm pretty certain that. This whole alien things thing is a hoax. That's, okay, hold that's on. what I've come around. What so you're released? talking about the government? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, aliens exist. Oh, I was you, gonna say. Seen my, I was gonna say this is the biggest flip flop maybe in the history. You've of seen my T-shirt, correct? Yes. No, I've just come. I, I think this is all bullshit. I think all that they're talking about right now misinformation. It's just it's all for some reason. I don't know what that reason is. I have my suspicions, but uh, yeah, I think it's all bullshit. And I was thinking a lot about um, uh, our friend there, the uh, Blink-182 guy. Tom DeLong. And like, why pick Tom DeLong? It just, I, I'm pretty certain, like my own opinion, all those people that surrounded Tom DeLong, no good. Shardens. I think he's probably, again, like a useful idiot, you know? They just needed some guy who was famous enough and into it enough that they'd be willing to do all this stuff. But it can't be anybody too famous because then you're just like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. Like, that's impossible, you know? So they had to find this. And this is just based on you thinking about it, no new information. Just, well, there's been a lot of information that's come out in the last little while or a lot of speculation on information. But yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I have, I have a real like... There's something stuck in my craw. But then this would lead me to believe that you're eventually going to get to that there are no aliens. Because they chose this kind of doughy punk rock star to convince there were aliens so that he could go, no? No, I think there are aliens. I just think that the um, they want to control this narrative. And for all we know, they've been working with them all along. And this is just another way to make sure that they're the ones leaking. They're the ones telling they're the ones showing. I think this will lead in nicely to our first guest. Um, so I have some opinions. Perfect. So I'll save it for then. Uh, what else went on? Oh, so driving over here today, I saw this girl. Okay. Yeah. On any normal day, this is like you're walking down the street and you just stumbled into a pole because you were so busy looking the other way. You know what I mean? She's a good-looking girl. Like, Outstanding. Oh, thank you. Those are the words you're looking for. She was wearing a bathing suit. I said no to yourself. No, what an old physically, what an out old, loud. What an old curmudgeon. I know. I, what an what old a curmudgeon. I'm, I'm so dismayed with myself these days <laughs> like which leads me beautiful subway into my next part of my week so well, this is gonna be a long one i i said some horrible things about lex 
Uh-huh. And I have to eat all of those things wow, yeah, hey. again That's because great. I spent all weekend listening to Lex. You, I must have listened to 25 episodes. Probably the best podcast out there. Well, It's rated. I mean. I, I will still stick by when he goes on Rogan, he's the worst. The worst. He's one of my least favorite guests when he's on Rogan because he becomes this like sniveling wimp of a person. But on his podcast, it, it's the it's the only way I can listen to some of the guys he has on because like when they're on Rogan, it becomes this example. Sorry, tangenting here. Um, I listened to the episode with Brett Weinstein on the uh, most recent one. The most recent one. That episode is so different than the Rogan episode, but they talk about the exact same things. It's the yes, yeah, the lack of bears and hunting and it's weird sim- stuff. No, it's the simpleton it's, questions. It's the Lex. Yeah, Lex isn't embarrassed, even though he's super smart. He's super not embarrassed smart. to ask like a a dumb question. No, I don't mean it like a dumb question. I just mean that someone of his stature might consider like, well, I can't right. ask that, or I might uh, come off as as making myself look yes foolish or again. I'm saying dumb in his yeah. world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A genius no, question. but if often his it. question will provoke another question within yep. and it's it's just great and but a, simon I, i'm proud of you simon upon reflection yeah which i did a lot of this weekend yeah um i think i hate or <coughs> was against lex because that's the one situation where this is a guy who like he's not famous he's not anything you know what i mean and he got to do exactly what he yeah, wanted pairs have no ego and i was jealous be, I'm not jealous of like Andrew Santino because he's a comedian. You know what I mean? He already had a leg up in the game. I mean, I guess Lex did too because he knew Joe Rogan, but regardless. Yeah, but we know that just because you go on Rogan doesn't mean that you're going to then have a successful podcast. The two don't always. No, but when Rogan yeah, like a huge bump, takes course, you yeah. under his wing as his, you know. I think listeners of Rogan had an easy time moving over there for just what you're saying. That's my opinion, at least. Well, I think oh, so many people must have gone over and been like, this is actually what Rogan used to be. This is what I'm missing. And well, that's back when Joe wasn't that. afraid to ask a stupid question. You've never watched it, have you? I've watched it before, yeah. He has so many notes. Um, Lex. Yes. Yeah. But it's like he could have got the push from Rogan, but if, it, if he didn't have anything to offer, it would not have succeeded. And that's really... All on him, you know yeah. what I mean? Listen, I said it's. I think it's the best podcast out there. He also got a shout out on the UFC last night. Oh yeah, his podcast, yes. No way, yeah. By Joe, by Joe, of yes. Course. Plus, he is a black belt in jujitsu. Yeah, He's but very, so is Sam Harris. I was just going to say, well, no, but not to take away from Sam Harris either. Not to take away from any black belt. There are a lot of them out there in the world. But I'm not where. Say- I, listen, I'm just saying, I'm not saying like, oh, it's nothing to do, like whatever these pussies. I don't have one. I couldn't get one. I think it depends on where you get your black belt. I was just too. adding to his accolades. Like if you get a black belt from like... I get it, yeah. Um, Machido there or whatever. Yeah, um, Jean-Jacques Machado. Machado. That's probably worth more than a black belt from uh, Joey Two-Tone at the strip mall, you know? What if it's from a Gracie? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Jean-Jacques it's, Machado. It's, Is it a Gracie? That's pretty much a well, Gracie. He he's like, he's I'm pretty sure, yeah. I, you could be, I could thing. be wrong. I just, it's in the same level, the, the exact same. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, last two things. So good sign, bad sign, good sign at the 
um, gas station, whole display of vitamins, chewable vitamins, D, C, E, like the whole gamut right there at the cash. Great news. Bad news, right outside huge box called the Amazon warehouse where you just pick up your Amazon orders. That's been there forever. Yeah, I know. It's horrible. Because it okay. takes more customers to it's Amazon. It's just, yeah, it's just. So lazy. Amazon getting their fucking greedy little paws into everything. Can't even have someone to register. That's it. I'm done. Simon's had enough. Well, that was a long week no, no. for Simon. I'm done with my week. Oh, okay. Wicked week. But I've no. also had enough. How's your week, man? Uh, like, I don't know. It's whatever. Uh, the UFC was interesting. Yeah, I thought we should talk about that. Yeah. I think it was disappointing. I bet Dustin Poirier to win in the second round. So, yeah, it was... Disappointing for you. Super disappointing. That was a garbage It had to be specific. The best thing was the guy that came out to uh, the Spice Girls. And he broke Mark Hardy's face. Tied to Ivasa, Greg Hardy. I didn't see that. Yeah, he he had the Aboriginal flag. Which sort of ties into what we're talking about today. Does the shoeies. He drank out of everyone's shoe. (laughs) And, like, that was, like... And Sean O'Malley, does, does he have power? Yeah, that kid was a fucking monster. Yeah, I guess so. That kid had a heart. Like, you got to remember, the kid he's fighting, like, Ten isn't, notice he's not on the UFC roster. So he's First fighting time. for a job. So he's like, I have nothing to lose, literally. I'm going to go forward, and I'm going to make a fan out of every person in here and everyone watching. And he did. And I'm a huge fan. That's all you need to do is put your head out there, be willing to get punched. Yeah, and, and take you'll, you'll get fans like Matt. Did you see the guy that kept trying to roll into a heel hook? Yeah, Ryan and Hall. And then eventually he just got yeah, caught. Ryan oh, Hall just goodness. got fucking KO'd. It was yeah. an interesting night, but it was so anticlimactic with uh, Connor breaking his ankle. It's so I'm so stupid because I said, I watched the press conference. I usually watch all the shit leading up to it. <coughs> Watching the press conference, I was like, there's no fucking way Connor McGregor wins this fight. And because so many people bet on Connor, the odds for... I should just bet straight up on Poirier. I he knew he in, was going to win. Connor was in his own head. Not to mention, Poirier got a few zingers on him, and he had no response well, for them. And like Poirier is just this humble, nice guy. Like he doesn't have to get zingers. He's just keep it clean. I mean, you got to love Poirier too. Like at the end, Simon, you watched the fight. I saw the fight. Oh, did you watch the end though? Like with the, with Joe interviewing them and no. stuff. Okay. Well, first of all, <laughs> that that you missed the best part of the whole thing because. Connor is still in the ring. He's crippled in the corner. He can't move. He's surrounded by people. Joe is interviewing Poirier. Connor is cursing him out. Your fucking wife sent me DMs. He's saying all sorts of wild. Curs- cursing out Poirier Dustin. after he's been Why? winner. He's still, he, I don't know. He's by so Dr. pissed. Stoppage. He's so pissed. Okay. Connor is livid. He's yelling all sorts of wild shit. And Dustin's like, what did he say? He's such a class act. He's like, listen, I don't wish bad on this guy. I hope he. I hope he recovers. I hope he's got a family at home. I hope he makes it home to them, and I hope everything is fine. I don't know what's wrong with all of you. And he goes, "This guy over here is a dirtbag, dude." I was on the fucking floor laughing to, who? to Connor. He's like, "This guy's a dirtbag over here." He said he was pulling on his gloves, like he re- Connor reached his fingers into Dustin's gloves and was pulling him into up kicks. And Dustin was like, "That's just a dirty. That's just like a an unwritten rule, I guess." But why was Connor so angry? You don't know. I, he I, was be, all, first of all, as far as I could, he was losing. Okay, let me let me let Connor's me. usually pretty good in defeat. Like if he loses, you know, well, there's he's a few in things. his own head. In the lead up, um, Connor said he tweeted out the first person to shoot is a dusty bitch. Connor was the first to shoot. Okay. In an interview with Ariel Hawani, he said, "I'm undefeated. Tapouts don't count. I go for knockouts. I'm in this game for knockouts. I'm undefeated," which was great because then Max Holloway was like, "I agree." 
I, I'm, I'm undefeated as well. He's like, I'm the best boxer in the UFC. It was fucking hilarious. Anyway, Connor. So Connor says uh, that taps don't count. He tries to tap court, uh, Poirier, which I thought was hilarious. And in the presser, he says, this guy's going to leave on a fucking stretcher. I'm going to kill this guy. And then he leaves on a stretcher. I mean, I, the irony is so thick. It's He's really eating crow and he's reacting. I mean, so... I posted something on the Reddit about how uh, he's fallen. It's like I posted that, yeah. I would love to fall with $400 million. That's not the point. He just ruined his reputation. Yeah, listen, if you if only you care about his money, then that's fine and good. Conor McGregor has won at life. But I think Conor McGregor would have, if he had played his cards right, he would have gone down as the best sports story ever. If he had, it's like he sacrificed his dignity for a little more money. Yeah, he did. I, I totally agree. But now, there's, there's going to be a rematch if he can fight again. Well, here, okay. So, it, real quick, sorry, this how, has nothing to do with my is week. There a rematch? This is nuts because I watched the after, I watched the press conference after too. Listen to how fucking wild the UFC is. This is what Dana said Dustin definitely fights for the belt. So, he's going to fight Oliveira. They asked him when. He was like, I have no idea. Dustin just fought. I'm going to assume five months, right? Let's say December. That seems like a good time for a Dustin Poirier uh, title fight. Then, what he said is, after that fight, then we'll work the rematch out. So think about this. Let's say Dustin Poirier knocks out Charles Oliveira and gets the belt. Then what? He gets a title shot? This doesn't make any sense. I agree. First of all, there are no four no, fights. No, they make him vacate that title for that fight. They just give it to they, Connor? Well, no, because one, the payday is so much. No, no, but he doesn't have to vacate one, anything. Connor he had lost. For this fight, didn't he? No one vacated. He, did, he just didn't take a title fight. Charles Oliveira, the belt holder, was in the building. Someone told me otherwise. No, no, they gave him the chance. They said, Poirier, do you want to fight for the belt or do you want to fight Connor? He said, I'll go fight Connor. Okay. And then he, I Turned think he's- down the belt. Yeah, and then he he knows that now he's going to get a shot at it the belt anyway. He had it and lost but it. But Simon, tell me that. Tell me they don't do that. They don't do that. They do that. I guarantee you. They no, do no, it, no. They do it, they do I'm it for saying money. Three, they each won one. Let, let's say Connor had won in, gone in and lost both. There's no third fight. No, this was the third fight. But no, I know because they had each won that, one. Yeah. Now it's over. He There's saved no, by Dana already ankle. said though. Well, Dana then already this said. whole fucking league is bullshit. Eighteen percent of the profits. Like if you're, if we're just doing this to see who's the biggest show, like what's the fucking point? Listen, I agree, but it. I haven't heard any pundit. I haven't heard anyone talking about it. I caught it and I was like, this seems crazy to me that if Dustin wins, Dana's pretty much saying we'll then give Connor an immediate shot at the title. Guy hasn't won since you see the guy in the pink suit by any chance? Uh, that's providing he beats Olivieria. The only way yeah. this makes sense is if he loses. If Poirier was to lose to yeah. Oliveira, exactly. then you could let him fight Dustin. Then that makes sense. They're both kind of on a downward trajectory. Let the losers fight maybe to then see who, who fights again. I don't know. I mean, listen, stupid. if I'm Justin Gaethje, I would be pissed. Uh, let's also, we should talk we're literally 10 minutes ago. Well, I guess it's at least been 20 because this has been going for 20 minutes. Uh, Italy won the Euros. So to our English listeners. Condolences. To our English listeners, that was tough. Simon and they I went were, off on that first goal. They were pretty pumped. Listen, if you want to crucify somebody, it's Ratch, Rashford. That's the guy. You got to take him out. When does a team lose as a team? I'm still going at Southgate. I don't think you put a 19-year-old as your final shooter. That's too much pressure. If you want to make him the first shooter, I mean, again, I think you should put the best first. Rashford, Harry Kane did Rashford have a missed, shot on net. missed the net. 
You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to have it blocked. It's another thing to actually beat the goalkeeper and then just But Sterling hit the post. You know what? Kamar just said something very interesting that really actually rings it home for me. They played 90, they played 120 minutes. Well, let's say 90 because I don't know what ha- I don't remember the stats for overtime, but they played 90 minutes and none of their forwards got a single. They didn't even miss a shot on target. That's staggering. Well, that's why I said the Dutch game was so interesting because their own goal. I mean, it was yeah. inevitable. But- Who scored for England? Uh, Luke Shaw, right? Luke Shaw, right off the bat, two minutes in, first oh, shot, right. fastest Euro first finals goal yeah. ever. It's pretty exciting. It was a really nice goal too. And, the, and seventy thousand in the stadium went nuts. Yeah, it was crazy. But that was the end. So again, to our English listeners, absolute condolences. I can't imagine uh, how tough that is. It's it's got to be tough. And to our Italian listeners, I'm I'm a quarter Italian. To our Italian listeners, a gabagoo, a. Go get some nice schwiadel, maybe a nice fucking cappuccino. Congrats. Uh, Kamar, do you want to run down the list real quick so we can rate the week? I'd love to. Let's fire it up. Uh, we start off with a uh, really nice Michael Pollan with uh, This is Your Brain on Plants, 1678, followed by The Podfather, 1679, Adam Curry. And we finish with a rock star, 1680, Jacob Dylan. Who wants to rate it first? I'm ready. I have a number. I do too. You go first, Kamar. 4.2. I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a uh, four as well. Look at that. We. Oh, no, wait. No, you had a 4.2. Yeah. I we almost had an agreement. I could change it. No, you can't. It's too late. Um, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's start the week then. Uh, 1678, Michael Pollan. This is your brain on plants. For the record, too, they all I, I hadn't listened to any of them. So I was like, well, I'll start with Adam Curry. And then I'll listen to Poland. And then I, for some reason, had thought that Adam Curry was last week. So I, was, I sent Simon a, a screenshot today and was like, what's going on here? Like, did something fuck up in the order? Because it had said Adam Curry played and it said the number. And I was like, I thought he, I thought we did him last week. You didn't listen to Adam Curry? No, I listened to them all. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was just saying, I thought I I thought we did him last week, so I wasn't prepared to do him today, but here we are. Fired up. Anyway, Michael Pollan, let's fucking do it, bod. I thought at the beginning of this podcast, it was sort of like, ah, uh, this is going to be very repetitious. Just talking about hallucinogens and war on drugs or whatever, like yeah. that same thing. But then when he started talking all about how plants have manipulated us to use them, which is always said with the... Uh, what's it called? A sakaya? Cicada? No. A sakaya? What, acai? No, what do they do in the, the jungle? Ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Oh my God, I can't believe we got there with what he gave me. <laughs> Ayahuasca, when they, uh, they said, how did you figure out the inhibitor? And they always say, the plants told us. Mm-hmm. They might be aliens. Well, it's like, what were we talking about? Or uh, I think I was talking about it with somebody the other day because we were listening to a podcast and they were talking about how all plants, all edible, all plants actually, but all edible plants all have like a tiny little bit of poison in them. Like every vegetable is trying to kill you in essence because no vegetable wants to be eaten. It just wants to grow and be... They just want to grow and be left alone. Some are less... um, aggressive than others plants but by and large yeah like two years ago this was your thing this was one of your like slogans vegetables are trying to kill you that's right yeah 
It's not my slogan. It's a real slogan. Oh, oh, is it? I haven't it, seen that on a bumper it's sticker. It's like um, the uh, birds aren't real. Have you seen? Yes, that? of course yeah. I've seen birds. That's aren't not real. mine. I just yeah. su- subscribe to it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the birds aren't real? This is a meme. No, it's no, a, no. It's a group of people that think it's that a the real CIA thing. that pigeons are a CIA. Oh, it's like no, a flat not, earth. Not pigeons. All birds, Matt. Oh, is it all birds? All birds. Oh my! All God. birds are robots. All birds are robots. Yeah. Correct. No birds exist. All. And what's the, I forget dinosaurs. I forget what the thing is. There's like, there's some, there's some time that they have to change the battery. I can't remember what it is. It's a piece of the conspiracy. It's fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Uh, What were we talking about? Uh, We were just talking about how this plants started off. uh, I don't know. It sounded like it was going to be mediocre, but the more he started talking about the influence of plants on us and he talked about the ordeal poisoning where there's plants that make you vomit if you lie. You don't remember him talking about that? No, I don't. There was the lie detector beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, you got sick if you lied. So it's like an ancient like uh, lie detector. Why did you get sick if you lied, though? The plant, your body reacted. But again, I think he said it in more of like, a, this hasn't been like proven in, oh. like it was an old folklore. Like, but it's all like, we're on the cusp with hallucinogens and mushrooms and whatever it is we are so as as a, a group humans are so wrong about most things like why do we think we're right about vegetables or plants or anything like that like our our um knowledge of the way the world works is so limited in the big scheme of things ours is but an expert in these things isn't no, I think everybody just, you know, like there must be tons we don't know about plants still. Oh, just like they said, like the greatest thing for humankind could be in the middle of the Amazon still the, the, today. Well, Absolutely. I mean, that's just finding a species that we don't know exists yet. But like all the good things on the planet are plants. All the good things on the planet are plants. <laughs> all the drugs on the planet are plants, except for the ones that we make in labs. Yeah. Which uh, are the then usually derivative based, or based on some, yeah, derived from. You okay there, buddy? My apologies. Not antibiotics, though. That's all from us. Um, uh, do mushrooms go in the plant realm? No, they're a fungi. Yeah. I think like me. I think they're coupled together more so than um you you do you think we're closer to mushrooms or mushrooms are closer to plants? I believe Stamet may have said we're closer to mushrooms, but in my categorizing plants and mushrooms are closer to each other. Pick like the most useless animal. Sloth. Uh the deer. To you the deer is the most useless animal? Well, that's what a guest said this week. I mean like take like a jellyfish. Why is a jellyfish any more um, sentient, let's say, than a mushroom? They both are doing very complex things. They both live amongst other. They communicate. They do all those things. Like uh, sentient in our grasp of what sentient is, but as opposed to the well, plants. Well, grasp? One, of, one of the things, one of the things he said in this was that different species have different lifespans, so their actual time frame is different you know what i mean if, if if you are supposed to live 30 days well we talked about this the other day didn't we because we were talking about like some animals that only live whatever 10 years so then their 10 years like one year out of their 10 years is 20 years out of our life right and they are sort of by that 
logic in a different dimension. And, and to that point, sorry, not the dimension point, but that's why a giraffe comes out ready to, ready to roll because they only live 20 years. You can't waste three of them learning to walk. I wonder what the lifespan is of a giraffe. I don't remember from timeline. I bet you it's about 20 I saw some crabs that years. were 60 years old the other day. Crabs? Coconut crabs. Oh, crabs can live to be like super old though. They're crustaceans. Or uh, turtles. Lobsters. Lobsters can live to be really old. Yeah, like 120 or some shit. As long as they don't get eaten by us. What are you looking up there? I'm finding out how long giraffes live for you. Um, I thought it was interesting that he was talking about how trees can feed other trees. That was, that was really cool. When they use the isotopes and the sugar to see that it travel. Well, he was just saying he was like a like a, a larger tree, like a mother tree. He was calling it could like feed nearby trees. I guess with the root system, I was. Well, it's so cool how the trees will tell. Oh, this beetle's around. Start secreting something into your bark that tastes, tastes lousy, bitter. so yeah. that they'll leave us all alone. Um, twenty to twenty-five years, Matt. I would have had that card right in the right spot. There you go. You would have. Yeah. Um, did you ever listen? I, I, a couple of years ago, I sent you a podcast, Simon, that was all about plants. I had already listened to it, but yeah, thank you. It was, uh, it was the, um, what's that podcast? I used to listen to it all the time. I can't remember. I, it was I like a red, uh, I don't listen to it anymore. Joe used to talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, what the fuck was the name of it? Uh, it'll come to me anyways. Very interesting. Um, super interesting. Yeah. How like, pl- like they were talking about how plants, um, well, it's exactly what this guy did his work on. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, this this one was just like a condensed, like twenty minute kind of crash course on what they had figured out. Like they talked about how plants they'll find could water sources, use logic to. Um... Well, the craziest part for me was they were talking about how certain like trees and plants had had used their root system to break through pipes in the ground. And then just grew through the pipe because that's where the most water. This is like, what I mean. Use logic. Yeah, like fucking the, nuts. The most direct way for us to get water isn't to go into the ground. It's actually to go into the ground, into the pipe, and go right to the source. There's a, there was another one too that had something to do with like a. They put a fan in the room, like an oscillating fan. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but it was it, that also. And blew then my they mind. did an experiment that proved that plants feel pain. Yes. Which like. I think they did that on MythBusters too. Oh, yeah. Where they like yelled at a plant and like slapped it, and they had like all sorts of sensors hooked and up. And how it was, long like, a... have they been around? Plants? You know, someone was talking to me about the dinosaurs being around for they say 150 million years, and then whatever distance it is, to, like. And plants had to span that whole time because there were dinosaurs that relied on them as sustenance. Right? Unless there was a period where all, there were no plants, or, or even they froze over and stayed dormant or something, or there were no dinosaurs, or there were no dinosaurs. Just conversely, always a possibility. Yeah. They talked about... Oh, was that them. your new thing? There were no dinosaurs? No, no, I, I just mocha. Okay, no. yeah, oh yeah, you got to keep everything open, yeah. They talked about Carl Hart. Of course, yeah. How much He loves heroin. Remember <laughs> when he's telling Chappelle about it, Chappelle's like, yeah, that sounds like he loves cocaine, I'm sure he does. Um, I think we need a daily update on Carl. I mean, he sounds like he's doing well. This guy wanted, well, this guy wanted well. to talk to him. No, but I mean, like, how is that any different than what any of us do? You know what I mean? Like, I don't do coke, but if I was to do it, you'd love it. I would love it, and I wouldn't become an addict. I would do it for fun when I wanted to do it. You know, what I, like the, you have this limited, finite time on the planet Earth. I don't want to um, pry into his privacy. I mean, sort of like he would be an example. 
Oh, oh I thought you were looking for him to fail. No, no. Why, why would I want him to fail? Like, he's, I don't know. Whatever like, they want. Let's put a fucking camera on Carl Hart so when he's doing his recreational heroin, we see him OD. Well, then Yikes. that would be that'd be important. That's what I data. thought you were driving at. Sorry. Um, I think it's a no-brainer that all, like, anyone who commits a crime should have psychedelic rehabilitation. Even if it's microdosing. Do you know what I mean? Nobody can tell you what to do with your body. That's fair. <laughs> but I, I think moving down the road, it'll probably be something. Like Actually, I, you, you can tell prisoners what to do with their body. They've lost the... Uh, and it's a win-win. Like, they deal with what they did instead of harboring more trouble. And, and I wonder, too, like, look, we know... Another thing we know so little about as humans, but obviously is mushrooms because nobody was able to do any research on it. If they're right about it, like reforming neural pathways and shit, who's to say that you can't turn an evil person good? Or at least soften the blow of what just happened, like ease the guilt and forgive yourself. Yeah, but why should they have the I was just going to say, you if someone murders your whole family, you want the government to give them drugs so it can ease their guilt really quickly? That's not necessarily... No, you want them to suffer for the time they're in prison and know that when they leave, they're reformed. So maybe they should only take the mushrooms right at the end. You don't want... I was going to say, if you have a 20-year sentence, maybe at the 10-year mark... Or or how about the 19-year mark? Why... You want them to be rehabilitated. Yeah, I would like... I would like... I just... You know, do we Just honestly suffer for a couple of years? I like I like both those ideas. I like um, last year mushroom reform for prisoners. Oh, I didn't tell you the first idea yet. Uh, Full term abortion. So you can just kill a kid at twenty. <laughs> oh, so like the ninety six thousand trimester. Going, I'm no, going no. with Titus's. Oh, okay. it's, it's um, when you, your final grades from high school. Titus's whole theory gotcha. is full. You know, you see how your kid turns out, and then you get to decide whether he goes. Like on take it on the back and kill it. Okay, okay. Well, you don't have to do the killing, Matt. Oh, you got the I mean, a, to do it for a you? real man would. But oh, okay. Do you hire a company to come do I it? I think there is a company. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not sure what states they're. Uh, I bet their stock is worth yet. a ton. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever have you ever heard something described that you just totally like that's your description? Yeah. Like as you're saying it, their words. I felt like that when Joe is describing the DMT trip with the something saying, Look at this. This is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. Ha <laughs> ha, it's not. Like and it felt so like he's like ripping me off or whatever. Or am I ripping him off? Or did I hear him say it? Like it's so far removed. I've it's a couple years now, but like was it my memory or his memory? I wonder. You know what I, mean? I wonder if that just goes to show you that it's um, something that is just inherent to that drug. That, well, that'd be even wilder. That it that it, it's it that has consistent. this thing where it's like that's conscious. That's consciousness. Look at this. Look at this. No, but maybe that's just the way like human brains translate whatever that thing is. It's into those words. Yeah, but forget it too. Like for you're forgetting. Sorry, not forget it. You're forgetting that when you die, it's like it's the drug that's released. So maybe that whole like, look, it's here. No, it's not. Ha. Maybe that's part of that. Like maybe life isn't real. Ha. For me, it was just more the description. It was eerie. They're just getting you ready for when they show you the meaning of life, and it's yeah. They just it's it's just a rug pull, a big trick. It's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're like. Um, Do you think most artists are doing drugs now? Because he was mentioning that, like, if more people did psychedelics, imagine the art would be produced. But I think most artists are. What does doing drugs mean? Having a mushroom trip, 
being a painter or whatever or like no i think there are tons of straight edge artists just like there are tons of artists who do drugs and tons of artists who don't you know what i mean but like if I, it became more like this isn't uh drug to get fucked up this is um it's almost a performance enhancing drug yeah but more either people way adopt it is it a great art? This was his his argument. Yeah, I mean, we're still forgetting that no matter what we create, people are still going to abuse the shit out of it. So even if we legalize psilocybin across the board and ayahuasca and all these, it doesn't mean that people are just going to be microdosing left and right and the world's going to change. Like, like even the prison one's a good example. I would love to believe in a perfect world that A, we could rehabilitate every criminal and that B, we could do it using mushrooms. That being said, I actually don't believe that everyone is rehabilitatable. And I think that if you brought a bunch of like um, finger paints, no, if you if you brought a bunch of fucking like ayahuasca and mushrooms into prisons, they're pretty corrupt places. And there's probably they're probably going to end up in the wrong hands right away. And they're probably you're probably just going to have a bunch of prisoners running around fucking. I mean, who knows? I just don't know how I you think, I think it'd be for the best from what we've heard. Yeah, under, I'm just, under control. Yeah. Who's going to administer that? Oh, I, I, the Republicans. I, I, I'm a visionary. I, I don't actually implement this stuff. But the argument is, do you think art is on its art just goes where it goes now? Or if psychedelics were introduced way more casually, would art blast off? Like, do you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, maybe the secret to everything isn't like, y you know, when people talk about mushrooms and they're oh, you have to have this massive trip and that's what they did in ancient times is they had these breakthrough fucking things to give them the wheel. Maybe it's not like that. Maybe it was all just microdosing all the time. And maybe you're right, Kamar. Maybe it just, it would make sense that if you're a good artist, it would make you a better artist. It wouldn't make me right or wrong. It was his point. If, that's what he thought uh, like if you're, this would If be. you're a good video game player, Matt, mm -hmm. I imagine, I'm not a scientist, but I imagine that microdosing mushrooms will make you a better video game player. Agreed. I think it would help folks. If it gives you like better acuity, better, you, you know. Yeah, maybe. The right dose, obviously, not tripping balls. Yeah, I No, this what is what saying. I'm saying. Microdosing, not tripping balls at all. Yeah, I get and it. We're I just, understand what microdose means. No, no, but I mean, we're, I'm saying to him, we're just looking at it the wrong way, maybe. Like when we talk about mushrooms. Yeah, I get it. My point, though, is just like, there's we, we create a lot of stuff that we then say, this is supposed to be used in this manner and people get their hands on it and don't use it in that way. And I'm just saying like, yeah, like, yeah. I still believe we should legalize all this shit. I don't that, give a fuck. If you're taking your prison scenario, like it's not like they have uh, weed clinics in the prison and that's how the weed is getting in. You, you know what I mean? Just because you're going to have ayahuasca clinics doesn't mean that ayahuasca is going to get into the prison illegally. Yeah, but you have to, like, how are you going to administer if you're, how do you administer that to, like, someone who's murdered three people? You have to take it to the, you can't take that person out of prison once a day for them to go do their no, ayahuasca. No, no, you have to do the ayahuasca clinic. That's the, the prison, but that's what I'm just saying, is it's the most corrupt place to have drugs brought in. That's all I'm saying, is, like, once drugs are brought into a prison, they're immediately going to fall off a truck or something's going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, there, there I, is room for that to happen, but I, I think overall the results would be positive. And I don't think ayahuasca, just that drug in particular, there's well, okay, so I, much yeah. puking and shitting involved. I get it. I was meant like, like more like mushroom psilocybin, that sort yeah. of thing. Like, well, then ayahuasca is probably a good one. Like ketamine, terrible one, obviously, because you see it started as a. And I mean, again, Kamar, you got to ask. You, know? you got to ask. Still a rave your, drug. You have to ask yourself at the end of the day too. Like we started off with, if someone has done a heinous crime 
are we then going to put them up in like a nice place where we try to make them better for 20? Like at what point do we stop? Some or do we societies give up? do do that. I'm just saying what we're doing isn't working, obviously. Yeah, I get that. Like this is this would be a step to like eradicate prisons. There'd be no need for them because everyone would be good or happy. Well, the, that's the goal of the, it. The best way to do that is with that whole... Not you, to make someone's time easier. You think you're in prison for 30 years. Well, yes. yeah, of course, in a perfect and world. it's just... You know, then you don't have anybody littering up anything. Neuronet. I mean, that also has problems in itself, though. Like, you could come out of that with serious PTSD that they then have, that, you know what I mean? Like, well, you would have ended up with that same PTSD if you spent I that guess, time yeah. in prison. It's the same thing. Yeah, you true. just don't know it. Not you, the prisoner. I mean, we also can't guarantee that a 30 year snap prison sentence that you don't just come out and are like, fuck it, I still want to kill. Yeah, but the same is said for a 30 year prison sentence. The psychedelics okay. are easier to do. Like all and the, I still don't know how to do it. All the same thing. If this thing was a real thing, all the same, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're still living those 30 years getting raped yeah, for 30 years or raping for 30, right? Like that. But that, but like, think about it like this. Like, so you, you're, you're 18 and you kill someone and yeah, you just spent 30 heinous years. It was crazy. And then you're just like, well, fuck it. I'll just, you kill again. And then you spend another 30 years. I mean, again, you're actually then just living like a 200 year life in a way. I mean, it's miserable. Yeah, I they'd ha- the prisoner wouldn't be able to know. Either way, that it's a it's ridiculous hypothetical. Yeah. Well. Listen, I wish we could. F- I I would love if this worked. I'm not. I'm not convinced yet. It's on the table. But I I don't think it's a horrible idea to use um, psilocybin and those type of drugs later in the sentence. Yeah, for specific offenders too. I think there's a lot of people that could benefit from it. You don't know what guilt or like someone suffering for that two years does. It could hurt them more. I mean, I, that I don't know. I just think it's it will be... But you should feel guilty. ...done 20 years from now. I'm sure you feel guilty when you're sitting in court and they say guilty, like... And if you have to spend 30 years in prison... Like, yeah, but, let, like Paul Bernardo. What, does well, Paul no, no, Bernardo no. regret what he did or he's like... Yeah, but Kamar, my point is like guilt, like living with guilt itself is a good thing. Like I hate when people are like, oh, I, I don't regret anything. I'm not guilty, but you did something in your life that you feel shitty about. Come on. But I wonder if he's gotten over it. Or like You don't want him to get over it, but... Life goes on. Like the humans adapt to whatever their environment is. So you want, you hope that Paul Bernardo's gotten over that? No, well, he's in jail forever. I don't, I don't care either way what yeah. he's done. I just wonder if he, I wonder if he's still like, fuck, I just should have done that or. But that's what I was going to say. Like, do you really care if you're the, like, let's. The family definitely is a different thing. Let's say your family gets murdered. Somebody gets murdered. Yeah. Um, and by Paul Bernardo. Uh-huh. And he has to spend guaranteed the rest of his life in jail. Yeah. Like, do you care that um, in year one he gets mushrooms and becomes like a better dude in prison? He still has to spend the rest of his life in prison. Agreed. He's never going to forget. Yeah. No matter how many mushrooms you take, like this doesn't affect the sentence at all. It, he's still there. That he's still doing the time. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, I might have a problem with that. Because, yeah, he's still doing the time, but you're making his time easier. The direct family is definitely. Maybe not. Maybe the mushrooms make you like have to face it. And before you would have just gone through prison, just fucking raping and killing more people. Like, that's that's the flip side of this, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's two sides to eat. Well, okay, sure. But there's two, you know. Like, if you can save other people's lives in prison by making sure that this fucking crazy person is a little bit saner. I mean, either way, what you guys are talking about is a total overhaul of the U.S. prison system, which we all know is never going to happen. Well, it's never going to happen unless there's some, like, incentive, money incentive for the prisons to bring psilocybin in. 
still don't see it happening. Well, they're they're totally driven by profit. So, like, let's say the psilocybin company said to the prisons, we're going to pay you X amount of dollars a year to let us run these trials. I'm sure they would do it because they're just all about money. Well, that's how we stand on uh, psychedelic rehabilitation. I thought the most interesting part <laughs> of this podcast, though, was caffeine. Because there's no caffeine before 1600. Yeah. And some guy's goats ate something and he noticed. You can't have much going on if you notice the goats are restless and put that together. You know what I mean? No caffeine before 1600, though. I never would have guessed. I mean, I don't buy like the, uh, there. The, it, it's we a the, weird the, statement because someone experienced caffeine and then just didn't go back or didn't figure well, this out. This is his research. Let's not. No, no, I get it. What I'm saying, though, is like it. Like, it's like, uh, you know, I guess cocaine's a bad one because there's a lot of processing. That would have been chewed. Not even. The coca leaf itself is a stimulant. Sure, but like, this is what I'm saying, Kamara. Someone could have eaten a cocoa leaf, and then for 300 years, no one else put it in their mouth. But that one guy was like, man, all day I had like a shitload of energy. I was talking a fucking ton. And then someone could say, well, you know, coke wasn't discovered until... X date when in reality that's all that was my coke only point. and coke and I guess coffee and coffee bean. It, but. it was the roasting of the coffee bean 15th century. So it might have just been consumed as a bean or something. Oh, it might have been chewed. It might have been. I mean, not. I doubt it because that's such a terrible like I, bitter. I'm, I'm just saying the same yeah. way tobacco. Like that was the another rush. really interesting one, right? Like tobacco being smoked was sometime when the Europeans came over here. Before that, it was consumed in a totally different Snuff. way. The peace pipe, smoking a peace pipe is a that was just totally a modern bit. invention. But even weed too, if you think about it, like, I mean, I can get there. So you probably cut down this plant that's wild and it's just sitting there and it dries. And then when it dries, you're like, well, we'll throw it on the fire. We'll use it as kindling. You know, and then you throw then it on the fire high. and then, yeah, maybe you throw it on the fire in the tent. You know, maybe it's, maybe you have a little fire going in the tent. Never, yeah. And the next thing you know, everyone's just like, this is fucking, but it still seems crazy to get there. A lot of the stuff we do, like coffee in general. The tobacco though. Caffeine. No, but I'm just talking tea, about, tea, no, no, but teas. Yeah, yeah, I get huge. it. But think about coffee. Like I, I, how you get to like making. It he, he, he said it, this. It's weird. But then his other thing was everyone was drunk. Yeah, all the time. Because alcohol was safer than water. But we knew that from we the guy that like a couple a episodes ago. Yeah. And then people started making coffee, which made you boil water. So as this different um, uh, stimulant. So everybody got like m more peppy. And less drunk as well. Like he was talking about how, how it made shift work and like. It, imagine a society it, it, where every. Imagine us. a society where everyone is just constantly drunk. Everyone, but drunk, drunk in a different way, Matt. Las Vegas. It was so light the buzz that I get it, but it just it still makes getting things done very difficult. I just imagine it was, it was a very happy society. Just sloppy. And then when you think about it, they introduce caffeine, and they're not introducing it because they're like, oh, we need a better wine. They're introducing it because all of a sudden people have to work these days that work is the key word there. You weren't drinking coffee to stay up to play longer. You were, you, you know what I mean? And the it's, buzz has lessened since you know all the other buzzes. That was the only buzz going on. It was a bit of really intense coffee. Well, like like, Red, like has, how Red Bull has now affected us. I am, yeah. Like, did I tell you? Did we talk last week about Red Bull, how addictive it is? You're going sugar-free. 
Oh, sugar-free. No, someone yeah. on the Patreon said that they drink sugar-free Red Bull and it gives yeah. them wicked diarrhea oh. and that you've been warned. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so there you go. I, pa- I passed that one along yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember he mentioned sleeping a lot as a teenager? Yeah. And I think that's because your body's growing. And, you, and, and when you're up, you exert. Like, you spend a lot of energy and you need the rest. But I think as you're older, like, I, four or five hours, you want to be there for it. That's so weird. I'm the complete opposite of you. Do you sleep a lot, though? No. no you know Simon when they doesn't. talk about the people who are able to function, like, nor- perfectly normally off? That's me. I, I know that's It's always you, yeah. been that I way wish. for me. I need eight hours. I need ten hours. Like eight hours, and I'm I'm miserable when I wake up. I'm not a fun person to be around. Uh, well, it was my theory that the older you get, the less you want to sleep because I wish that you're was running it. out of time. Well, well no, I want to sleep less. Sure, like sleep more. No, if Kamar, if someone could switch a button or give me a pill to take or explain to me how I I would love to sleep like Simon, like go to bed at two, yeah, wake up day. at six. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, I could get so much not done. <laughs> yeah, it really frees me up to <laughs> yeah, do a to lot do more. Not- nothing. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Exactly. And then he said he stopped doing coffee for uh, three months. Three months. And actually had a psychedelic trip when he first had his coffee. And then all of a sudden it was, well, I guess I got over to the cup. Like it was back into it. Like it's hilarious where he was talking about that uh, addict mentality, though. Cause like, you know, anybody who's an addict in something just totally understands that. Like talking yourself into it. If you, if you were on the highway smoking cigarettes and you ran out and said, okay, I'm going to quit for the rest of the drive, and then you see a stop, like, well, I should go get a muffin well, or a coffee it, to stay awake. Yeah. Well, they it, sell cigarettes here. It's, ah, it's more do? like the um, Norm MacDonald thing. It's like, yes, yes. Well, we were you, talking about smoking for so long. I had to go have a smoke. For a year and be so proud of yourself. And like, it's that easy to talk yourself out of it. You know? And it's a, it's a harmless thing. Yeah, because you can control it. Just one cigarette. But we've nope. always thought that you don't give uh, dogs caffeine because it's the caffeine and it makes their heart overbeat, right? Because their heart beats so fast already. I, That's yeah. what I always thought. Is why I you never don't give knew anything chocolate. about dogs and caffeine. No, there's something. There's yeah. something in dark chocolate specifically that's like toxic to their liver. I thought it was the kidney. caffeine made the heart beat too fast because their heart already beats faster than ours. But there's a lot of weird things with dogs: onions, grapes. Well, grapes. It's because they can like choke on them. I think. No, I think no? there was something else. They're like toxic. Um, and then uh, they're talking about the... Just, sorry, just before you go on. Yeah. That's just another example of plants. Like, they don't want to be eaten by dogs. Yeah, maybe that's it. They don't yeah. want to be eaten. A, oh, a grape wants be eaten. to live a long life, never becoming a raisin. But there's a plant out there that benefits from a dog eating it and shitting it out somewhere else, and the well, dogs love how it. about that coffee that gets shat out through the uh, ocelot or whatever that cat is? Seems a bit extreme, but yeah, no shit, must no pun good. intended. Must like, be good, <laughs> but it's but that not- goes back to hold on. Like what we were talking about, what the fuck were we talking about a couple weeks ago? Just like what kind of weirdo figures that out? Well, it's the like plant the first- talk. It's the plant talking to you. That's no, exactly no, he, I what think he's just trying to say. What's the process of? Yeah, like yo, that thing just shit out. out. Yeah, well, maybe well if I boil that. Yeah, maybe he, if I- they were probably sitting around the campfire. I'm just going to paint a picture, Matt. Sitting around the campfire, that cat sneaks up steals the coffee, eats it. They were like, oh my God, it took us so long to get those beans. We're tracking this cat. They wait until he oh shits it Oh my God, that's out. your reasonable explanation? That sounds really reasonable, This is very actually. scarce bean. Yeah. This like is a really scarce maybe bean. Maybe those beans are like a medicine to them. 
All right, to, I'm with to you. Kamara's sure. Point. Yeah, I, no. I think that works. Yeah, man. no, mocha I don't, all I, day. I don't that's even think that's there. a mocha thing. I think that's like uh, Occam's razor. That's thing. the easiest step for me yeah. to be right there. That's yeah. a fact now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, will you tell me an easier way that it gets there? Why are Some they fucking, sifting through the shit? I think it's easier than like, oh, let's track this cat that stole Matt, our beans and me. then sift me, through its let shit. Let me know. Either way, it ends up with sifting, sifting through its I shit. I know. So you tell me how we get there. I don't have an explanation, but that one sucks. People, please tell Matt. Tell Matt. Don't tell me shit. Hit the Reddit up. Uh, I, for me, when I laughed out loud, though, was when they were talking about the, um, I think it's called the Mad Honey or whatever in Nepal. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's on the, the mountainside. And they're talking about how they must be tripping out because the hives aren't there. And the guy's just on these like twine ladders. Yeah, it's nuts. And Joe's like, you better really hope you trust a rope maker. As if it was a thing. It's five guys. The same. They all make the rope. They aren't going to store Joe to get his equipment. Also, Joe, they watch like two people die a year, so it's kind of like, it's probably, part of the job. You know what I mean? That's what they do. Yeah. But he's really concerned about the quality of the rope. I thought that was hilarious. But why? Like, they must really love that fucking honey. I think it's that it it gets a high price. I don't think it's that they love it. Oh, I bet they love it too. Well, there must have been a reason I went what, up there in the first place. You know, again, I mean? how I know. did the plant tell them? Well, you know what's crazy? They thought it was just regular honey, and that it was the good stuff. You watch that operation, okay? That yeah. guy going up to get the honey. Yeah, it's pretty com not complex, but it takes a lot of moving parts. Let's say sure, to make that sure, sure. little honey extraction happen. Then you look at some of the architecture from like ancient times, where it's built into like those high up cliff faces. Using like megalithic stones, like no, well, yeah, but they had it's slaves crazy. back then, so they were like, "We'll hang those a person made, a day, and however many hides? die, we'll just fucking lots replace of them. those civil." I mean, that was Egypt, where they're Macedonia, where they had a lot of slaves. A lot of these places where these things were built were like apparently, like um, what's it called? <laughs> uh, Gobekli Tepe. There like it that, is. That, was made by there bees. There it is. If you're on the drinking game, that, that's a shot. That would have been like, there wouldn't have been slaves for that. Bees. It would have been a... Would have been aliens. Drones. The Anunnaki. Anyways, maybe it was slaves. You just, Who knows? You just slam dunk me? He, he <laughs> dunked on us. Pushed you away. <laughs> like a cat? Yeah. And finally, exactly. uh, the interesting point I thought he made is about how sugar got out of Haiti. Go on. And, well, you guys know what just happened in Haiti this week? Yeah, I saw it, yeah. Their president got assassinated. I saw that. By like 25 guys. Yeah, there's some, I believe they call it civil unrest. They're all Colombian. What's your And point? two Haitian Americans. Well, A, this is just a sidebar. How much, like you're sitting on a bar and goes, I want you to rush the president's house and kill him. How much? 500 bucks? For me? No, how, how, how much is it? Like, it's, this is a crazy operation what happened. And they all got caught. So it was like uh, life not worth living. I mean, if you believe in your do this, well, if you believe in your cause and you have nothing to live they for, they were Colombian. I don't think they cared about a cause. No, they but were, they don't value life over there. You know that it like, wasn't easy. a political thing. Sorry, I said whoa, whoa easy. What do you no, mean but, whoa easy? Where like the cartels are operating? Yeah, I'm just saying there shit? are people like, over there that value oh, no, no, life. I'm like, saying these guys yeah. don't value. Someone life. had to tell these guys to do it, right? It just wasn't about these thugs. Well, yeah, Colombia. Isn't this where you whistle usually? Yeah. Well, I don't know who that is. What is it again? Follow the paper trail. 
But what's interesting about Haiti is Haiti was the first country to for slaves to revolt like from way back. And they've been punished ever since by the world. I think. And that was because of sugar? Because of sugar. That was their trade was sugar. Sugar cane. I had a good point to make there. Fucking hell. And how is sugar traveled around the world and just infiltrated everywhere? Well, yeah, and think about it. Like, well, now, yeah, but now it's from corn. No, but I'm just saying that's that, what happened. That's that, how it. That's corn. Well, web and sugar. It's web. Sugar became such a valuable thing because the English started putting it in their tea, which was so bitter tasting. But boom, it all comes together, working in concert, all to make like currency. Well, the yeah, whole well, just the like whole money, point. Yeah. Find the thing that people like the most and make that your currency. We assume that we're just scavenging and figuring out and wondering and using these plants, but it might be them honeypotting us. To what end? Just playing us like a to what symphony. End? To what end? Like, what are the plants playing us to do? To get I rid of ourselves? Part of us to get well, rid of ourselves. Marijuana. That is the long con. Marijuana, we grow more of it or whatever. Like Maybe it's in unison with the earth. We help it. Yeah. No, no, for sure. I mean, maybe. It, is that how it works with uh, with weed? When you cut it down, Yeah. does it then propagate more? No. Well, it's a weed. So theoretically, like it just needs to get its seeds to spread. It just right? makes everyone on the planet a little more happy. Yeah, but that's the, that's the whole male-female thing. Like if you're... What are you talking about? Have you cut down like a weed to smoke plant or just a wild weed plant? I mean, I'm just thinking like a way it maybe they more seeds are released during the harvest of that plant. And like by being more by humans liking to smoke it, we in essence help that plant Propagate grow more it. than it would have having to do it on its own. Oh, I'm sure that exists with a ton of plants though, not just weed. I like, mean, maybe, and it just depends on how much we like said plant. That yeah. and plants we, could and be called the shops, weed, is what I'm so. saying. I mean, we also love tomatoes and corn. Yeah, but like, if I think if you were comparing like broccoli and weed, you'd have a lot more people who like weed more than they like broccoli. Okay, but if you had corn and weed, I think you have a lot more people that like corn than weed. Well, I think people don't even know that they like corn. It just happens to be in everything. But as like a plant on its own, no, I think people like weed. Did you just say a lot of people don't know they like corn because it's just low key in everything? Yeah, correct. Like corn makes up everything. Yeah, but most people have had like corn corn on the cob or some sort of. Yeah. So you're telling me that you think that corn on the cob is more popular than marijuana? Yes. Worldwide. No. It is more corn is more popular worldwide. What are we talking like about? Like I said, because it's in Tortillas. everything. It it makes up Candy. everything. Because corn syrup is in everything. I'm not talking about corn syrup. Just corn on the cob worldwide. Not more is popular, more popular than, than marijuana. marijuana. No. Yes. Absolutely also not. Consideration the LGBT community. Absolutely. Why not. they love corn? <laughs> Don't they? I disagree, wholeheartedly. Well, fine. Uh, there was a, a bit of an awkward moment when he came. For this is a bit of an awkward moment. A vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Kamar. When Joe's like, so, so what do you eat? And he's like, plant-based diet. Blah, blah, blah. And Joe just politely tapped out. Well, it was a very uh, perfect Joeism because yeah. Joe does not. There's no need to push back. Though. He doesn't. Um, 
as long as work. yeah but he doesn't care if this guy's at least trying to eat healthy that's like a, a that's like a mid-ground for joe no but he doesn't alienate people who are smarter than he is and he, he hit all the points on why joe understands everything people would not eat meat everything that was just said was true yeah, that i said okay take it down a peg over there fucking no, i'm asking everything that you said that i just said no, I was saying it, you both were talking at the same time, and mm. I said everything that was... Well, just, I didn't hear what he said. Of course, because so. you were talking. Yeah, it's hard to hear when you're being interrupted, but whatever, go on. What did you say, Kamar? I love you guys. No, um, Matt, what did he say? Well, now I forget, because I'm arguing with you. I love you too, Simon. Oh, boy. 19 years of friendship. That's <laughs> okay. not true. No. <laughs> we were just talking about he's a vegetarian. Joe didn't uh, push back and try to propagate meat you know what i mean and he just he had all the points he said i know there's fair trade out there but it just works best for my body uh there's also a little interesting bit about um peyote and mescaline which i didn't really follow but why didn't you follow well just he was like don't do this should only be for this one tribe like it wasn't like this thing you want to share because like 16 years for the thing to grow like yeah there's Plants he was promoting. There's plants he was. That's like, cultural appropriation of plants. Something like that. The final thing, though, they went back to a common theme we've heard in a lot of them is how addiction is a symptom of environment with the rats. You know what I mean? They say, oh, cocaine's so addictive, but then they found out it was. Once you made them happy, they didn't. Yes, if you're stimulated, you won't much. want to do drugs as much or and, need to. You know, that's got to be reinforced and like. As much, but I mean, you know as well as I do that. You're at a cottage, which is beautiful, and you're out in nature. You still want to smoke weed. You still want to get high. That's when I want to get high the most. I know, so that's where it falls apart for me. But I think weed's I mean? a different one. And it's not everywhere. I, I don't want to do all drugs there. I like if you just want to get no out Simon. If of it's yourself. two in the if it's two in the afternoon on a sunny day, you don't want to fucking bang out some nose beers in the middle of the fucking woods, do you? No, you're more likely to want to smoke a joint. <laughs> Listen, yeah, if yeah. I was a science if, tying up, yeah, if I was a young, a if I was a young man and I had no responsibilities, yeah, I would do all of those things at two in the afternoon, and like, you would feel like death the next day. Hold on, the point, Simon. The point though is like, it's what lasts. So like, you still though, you still want to smoke weed at those times, right? Like two, I, I see what you're saying. Because again, those things aren't like you know. That's why even Dr. Carl Hart is like, I don't do heroin all the time. Once in a while, when I like to let loose, I will snort some fucking H. Go to sweet China so white. if there's anyone there out there suffering from addiction, try to change your environment. Well, I just proved you wrong on that, though. Oh, just on weed, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're addicted to anything but weed. If you're doing heroin, go up to the forest. Back to nature. What about coffee? Get back to play. If you're addicted to coffee, do you think? Well, I, I've been drinking coffee enough for years. I'd like to try what he said. Or like, example, I was up at the cottage this weekend and sm not smoking was very hard. Cigarettes. Because you're yeah. used to smoking cigarettes at the cottage. Well, yeah, and you're, I was like. But it's so weird. Can't you just fill that on your void with joints? I mean, yeah, but then you just end up so baked. Well, I mean, again, but if that's going to get you off cigarettes, like so baked is a good place to be. You're at the cottage anyway. I mean, just tape two jewels together. Well, huge problem with the jewels coming up. Oh, yeah. I want to ask our American listeners. I wanted to, I want to know if it's the same down there. Yeah. What's happening with the jewels, people? Are all the 5% 
being banned across the board. Or is that just Ontario? Is that that just our our fascist nation state? If that's the case, we're now taking Patreon payments in uh, 5% golden tobacco jewel pods. What's going on? They're cutting off your guys' uh, juice? Yeah, I'm not that worried about it. I'm just going to stop. Him and Mary are losing. They're They're dropping it it to half. The max is like 2.5%. Their reasoning is kids getting hooked 5%. This is the most transparent um, big tobacco push ever, dude. This is like they were losing all their customers and they couldn't have it. And because they're so intertwined with the government, we know the same way um, sugar was. And But it's a weird flex because I thought one of the big tobacco companies bought Juul for $32 billion. I didn't hear that, but I could be mistaken. Because that's what I'm just remembering now. And I'm like, that puts a big hole in that, right? Because why would they want to hurt their own business? I'm going to check right now. Can you keep your 5% if you go independent? What do you mean? Like if you get, like, there's a big brand. There's a, uh, no, no, I think it's like a, no, I believe it's like a. All 5%. What are we in China? No, there's a Chinese person listening right now. That's like, we, there's like chain smoking cigarettes. Yes, spitting. Hospital. Dude, they spit inside. Like well, that's my notes from Michael Pollan. I thought he was amazing. No, I thought he was great too. He's always good though. This guy's like an old school journalist that does real work and thoughtful. It's very interesting. I still haven't read his book. Yeah, Matt, you are read. correct. Last year, Mar- Marble, Marble, Marlboro. I don't know what Marlboro. Sound like you got marbles, marbles in your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Marlboro <laughs> maker Altria invested twelve point eight billion okay, for thirty five percent stake in Jewel September twenty eighth. I, I really highballed it though. I was twenty billion off, but thirteen billion. So yeah, th- this is for thirty five percent. But either way, it still shoots themselves in the foot to do that, yeah, right? It do- so it it's, it seems less mean, transparent now, right? It, Unless it was a, a, a competing a competing tobacco company, but they probably own their own fucking that's the viper. plants. The plants are what's running the thing, <laughs> not these execs. Tobacco, another plant. Now I'm picturing a tobacco plant with a gun to someone's head. Like, you're going to pass this fucking legislation. Buy a jewel if it's got 1% of it, motherfucker. Uh, Do we want to take a break now or do we want to do Adam Curry? We should rate it first. We have. I just meant, I was just talking. I know we haven't finished. All right, we'll take a break. But we're going to rate it first, obviously. Uh, You gave it a four, Kamar, obviously. Four. Yeah. I'm going to match that four. I'm going to give it a a 4.2. We haven't. Oh. Pull that, pull that, pull that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. My bad. Okay, so that was almost all fours. We almost had an agreement. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, I think it's a great episode. Again, this guy never comes on and disappoints. I don't think I've ever rated this guy lower than like a three and a half. I don't know the last time I heard him, but I, I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, here we go again, and then it, it was super cool. We need to get him and Stamets on together. I think that would be super interesting. Well, I'd like to get him and Carl Hart on together that also might be interesting just so we can keep an eye on him his thing it's so far past just the drugs of it you know what i mean it's all right fair enough just like stamets like he knows about the psychedelics but mushrooms are so far past it reminded me he the guy who was on who said like alcohol got us to where we are i think the, the problem the same sort of thing you need to see mike until i see this guy in front of like a member of congress or someone that can actually change some legislation i mean it's great that he's writing books and i get that it's a slow process and he's kind of sisyphus pushing the rock but oh it's such an uphill battle i hope he gets through 
Yeah, we just need to start looking at plants differently. I think it's inevitable. All across the board. Like, I find it interesting that we already, robots haven't even been invented, and we're already talking about, like, what rights they're going to have, and but nobody gives a fuck about plants. Nobody cares about plants. Nobody cares about the ocean. The ocean's done. Doesn't matter. That's a lost cause. Okay, we are going to take a break. I we're- meant exploring it. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Keep your eyes open. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Potstickers. Have you ever heard of Potstickers? No, I'm not talking about the delicious Asian dumplings. Potstickers are the newest thing to hit the cannabis accessory market. Whether the state you live in has legal weed or not, I guarantee you, you can find cannabis cartridges somewhere. The first truth is cannabis cartridges come out of the box unlabeled. And given that you may experience forgetfulness, how can any good pothead be expected to remember which cartridge is which? The second truth is many of us use cannabis as medicine. So being able to distinguish one cartridge from another would be extremely beneficial to the consumer. Think about it like this. What if your prescription medication came without labels? That world would be in chaos. Well, thankfully, Potstickers is here to solve all your cannabis cartridge problems. Potstickers is the inexpensive and convenient method of accurately labeling your cartridge variety. They have sativa, indica, and hybrid stickers. Potstickers has all the popular strains from Northern Lights and Granddaddy Perp to Gushers and Gorilla Glue. Potstickers are half-inch round labels that adhere right to the side of your cartridge and stay there until the cartridge is empty. Potstickers are sold in packs of 6 and 12 labels. Each kind features a unique image or phrase to identify the cartridge flavor. Be sure to check out the website to shop our full line of products. It's etsy.com shop William. Uh, Robert William O'Brien, or search Potstickers on Etsy. With Potstickers, you can watch your confusion go up in smoke. Thank you to Potsticker. Ingenious product. Way to go, guys. Come on, name and a number. 1679 Adam Curry. For his second time on, or is this his third? I think it's the third time on, and I've been trying to remember. I think the last time he got too fucked up. Was that, his, was that when Joe just moved to Texas? Was that his first time, or has he been on three times since Joe moved to Texas? He was there. He was the very first one. So this he's on every three months? This is his third time. He was on once at the old place, once where he was normal, and just got all the accolades. Then he came on again where he was crazy conspiracy guy. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I remember. This time, and at that point, which I found very interesting, Joe fought back, fought, 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 fought against everything he said. And this time, no fighting. All just... But what I'm saying is they got wasted, and I made a big deal about it But because somehow they drove to a restaurant. Yeah. And I was just like, that's pretty. And he did a follow-up because he was like, I got fucked up on this one. This, I think, was his best appearance. Okay. Um, starting off with just like, we make arguments and assumptions based on history that we think is the truth. Correct. And yep. they, you just always have to... And well, not, what else do you, but how, I mean. I don't, I don't know the alternative, but. No, no, but I'm just saying, I think that's a natural human. I wasn't trying to badger you. I'm just saying it's, that's a natural human. You kind of have to go off of, I, I go by the old saying, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Well, and that's why a smart man once told you to follow a certain acronym, a very wise man. Mocha. Because to that point, Kamar, we all, and not only that, not only do we make um, assumptions and base our beliefs on 
somebody else's word, but like staunchly and to the point of dying over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do we have truths? I don't think so. I, I, no, let me rephrase that. We absolutely have truths. I think we have more mistruths than we realize. Mm, I think I a lot of us, and myself included, um, are willing to believe a lot of things that we just take for granted that that's the way it is. This thing based on this thing makes that thing. Correct. And the whole thing could crumble. Yeah, well, you find out if that... one thing is not true. Or you find out that aliens made the pyramids, and all of a sudden, you got to rethink a lot of fucking dominoes. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that to be like... Um, but do we? So let's say, let's say right now we find out that the pyramids are made by aliens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you want to work from there? Yeah. Well, just to start, it means that aliens have been here for a really long time. Okay, but you already think that, so nothing's well, changed I, there for I, you. Well, not, not, none of this is going to change 10,000 years is not a long time. It's 20, for, it's for the time. layman, you know? Okay, so it's just for the layman. So that's what I'm saying, though. For you, nothing... Well, no, because me personally, I... You actually think that the... I don't think they built the pyramids, but I do think they've been here for a very long time. Okay, so it would just back up. If you found out they built the pyramids, it would just strengthen your argument that they've been here a very long time. If their time. plants have been here for forever. Okay. And if they made the plants, then they've definitely been here forever. I think just after the discussion we had, there's no way, you, obviously, Mocha, you have to give a thought that the plants are, are themselves aliens. Can I tell you why I hate Mocha? Just real quick. Keep sure. everything open. Um, no, I hate Mocha because Mocha is much like woke culture. Mm. No, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I'm no, sorry. you're not. You're going to have to let me finish, and then you can fucking refute. What I mean by that is it's very simple. Like if you if you want to die on the hill that like uh, like let's use uh, transgender for example. If you want to die on that hill, then you kind of have to allow for let's not use transgender. Let's use uh, let's use like a Rachel Dolezal. Okay, the woman who pretended to be black. Precisely, yeah. So woman. okay, let's say you're transracial. Okay, that's that you <laughs> yeah. Okay, once you open that, once you're like yeah, that's fine. Then there's no one else that can come to you. Like if I then come to you and I'm like, well, I think I'm a dolphin. You can't be like, no, you're not a dolphin because that's ridiculous. Because at that point you have no fucking leg to stand on in the, oh, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So if you, so my only problem with Mocha is like, I understand question everything. Yeah, I think Mocha definitely has conspiracy in the acronym. So I don't think it. Okay, fair applies enough. to what you just talked about that you you don't have to use mocha to make up your mind on everything but it, no but a I conspiracy just, is involved okay fine no no I I, I don't know like I I, I like I, I don't, get it you should keep your mind open I understand that I question everything I think the idea of mocha if I could be so bold yes, as please elaborate to elaborate yeah um I think it has to do with like um to Kamar's earlier point, we put a lot of stock in gravity per se. A theory. A theory of gravity. And we then, that then plays into numerous other things that we assume. This, because of this, because of this, because of this, because of that. And, and we're probably not wrong to do that because you need to have some, solids right or else 
nothing gets done. There has to be some. Well, it's the same way you dialed it back where you were like, hold on, there are certain truths because if there aren't, then you have nothing to bait. Then you know what I mean? Like certain things have to be, there has to be a baseline, I guess, that's what I'm in saying. order yeah. for even the magical to be magical. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think you need a small circle to owl beyond that baseline. Because you're walking amongst people of different truths, but those and are still function. Those are baselines, maybe that you can see and feel and touch for yourself. Like fire you know? burns you. Fire, fire is hot. I can prove that. I've touched fire, and I know I got burned by it. Um, Cars will kill you. What, whatever those things are. But see, here's so there's the it, thing. But then gravity. But hold on. But back to the fire, just real quick. So if if one person is born, who like I don't know, has some sort of I don't know, flame retardant skin. You know what I mean? They have something about them where, or maybe they heal from burns so quick that like, you know, then at that point, the problem becomes when people are like, well, if one person did it, we can all, you know. No, no, but that's where mocha comes in because for the most part. What is it? Multi-optional conspiracy. It's mocha. Analyst. Uh, It is multi-optional conspiracy. It's pretty sad if you can't even remember. Yeah, Addendum? No, no, no. no. Hypothesis. I'll, I'll get there in a second. I can't think of too many things at the same time. What were we just talking about, though? Um, uh, People's skin catching fire. Uh, that's right. Oh, was. yeah. We were talking about how uh, this, the truths that we hold to be, you know, that like there's certain oh, baselines. The, the, like, thing, the things yeah. we know. Right? I thought the theory of gravity, if you jump off a building, you go splat. Well, so the, true. you understand that there's something at play there, right? You just write it off as gravity. I don't know. That's what we've called it. We've That's called it. Gravity. I just think you have to keep your mind open. Otherwise. Well, but of course you have to, because we end up learning more and more every day. So like, if you don't keep your mind open, then you're just stuck at this baseline that we're speaking of. So, well, and then the question becomes, what do you question? Like everybody draws their own line somewhere, right? Like Matt for sure believes in gravity. He stated it on multiple occasions. You cannot fuck with You're gravity. Stuck with gravity I am. I'm staunch gravity. Stuck, I'm staunch gravity. He is stuck on gravity. You would call me big gravity. Kamar, I don't think is so stuck on gravity. I've tried to defy it many times. Gravity is a bad example, though. Like, um, let's take something like. Kamar, I saw you eyeing it if you want it. I don't even know what a, a good example would be. I have nothing else to offer. I think well, fire flat, burns. Flat Earth is a perfect example, I guess. Okay. That's where a lot of people will draw their line. That got disproven this morning. That there's a flat Earth? It's round. Who disproved it? Richard Branson. What did he say? He went up into space. He didn't come back and say it's flat. Imagine, imagine if he just comes back and the first thing out of his mouth, he pulls up. They have a podium set up. He just goes, he pulls up, clears his throat. <clears throat> it's flop. Neither of you guys watched it, eh? No. I they saw have, a clip of they it. They have the whole launch, him in it, camera on him, cheering, showing them when they go zero gravity. And as they come down, people cheering. Khaled starts singing on a stage that they got set up. They drag the thing over. Do you see a shot of Earth from space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I saw a curve. Because that blows Sam Tripoli's theory right out of the water. And Neil deGrasse Tyson. Good timing. There's never been a picture What do you mean it blows Neil deGrasse Tyson's theory out of the water? He said that's not high enough. It's so big, it's not high enough to see the curve. But they're in space. 
I know, but the Earth is big. Yeah, I understand, but they're just. I understand they're just out of the atmosphere. I get it, but it's still like the curvature of Earth. I thought you could see it from the fucking Burj Dubai. <coughs> wow, you should listen to the flat Earth. <laughs> no, I'd rather not. Thanks. If you want to know what you think, um, uh, he mentioned it's really crazy that Twitter censored the uh, New York Post. Yeah, like a fact check story. It wasn't the algorithm. Someone went and said uh, this could hurt the election. We're you know what? That's not crazy. Untrue. That's not crazy. I'll tell you what is crazy is that everyone the next day logged on like shit was still sweet. That's what's really crazy to me is that we into Twitter. Yeah. Is that we, the people have all Except the fucking power. We don't use it ever. We don't wield that sword. It stays sheathed. It does not move. We just, we, it's the weirdest thing to me. Cause we all could just tomorrow stop using Twitter. If there was unity on Twitter, but well, everyone's on a different, yeah. if Ivermectin is a real thing, like if that's a truism, this turns out to be true, then Facebook should be over as a business. I mean, Facebook should have been over as a business a no, long no, no. time but ago. No, no, no. But to your point, Matt, how many we, people- the consumer, make the thing. If that turns out to be true, they everybody should turn from them faster than they've ever turned from anything in their whole life. But how many people actually know what you're talking about? No, very few. So... If I if we knew a hundred million people knew this knowledge, no, no, no. But feasible. if if somehow tomorrow mm-hmm. we find out that ivermectin cures COVID right across the board, and everybody agrees on that, so it has to start being shown on Facebook. You, like that'll all come out. That won't take long for that to spill out. See, it's we'll like see. YouTube. I was thinking about you, big pharma. I was thinking about YouTube for a while, and I was like, you know, it would make sense to me that. It's just a wing of Google and it makes a ton of fucking cash and they'd be, they would be so happy if anyone with anything controversial just fucked off. Like they would be, they would still continue to print money if it was just bubbly, if it was just kids playing video games, like bubbly reviews. Of si- other- Simon would have you think that it's possibly a wing of the CIA. Well, sure. That's fine. could be adding their own controversy. Okay, maybe. My point, though, is just I think Google would like, they would be just happy making fucking bubbly videos for kids. Like, of course, and- of course. They, they have the time to watch, but they have things in the algo to engage. Don't and call enrage. it the algo. You call it the algo. Anyway, <laughs> don't call it the algo. Um, as far as day trading, January 6th. Well, it'll be interesting how that's remembered in history compared to what it is now but it's also surprising more people didn't die well because he was saying those guys shoot on site like yeah but they were out and they have shot on site. the problem is yeah the problem that i see with that is like cops normally have that attitude when they have the numbers but like think about that that one shot of the cop in the fucking hallway like Joe's, I, sorry, go ahead. Well, I just kept thinking, like, he's even got a baton. Like, swing the baton at one of them, and you might be able to stop. Like, they might be like, okay, well, I don't want to get hit with a baton. I'm not that serious. It feels to me with that one go shot, that changed the whole way. Joe said it on the show. He said, what does that clip hold? 10, 12 rounds? Like, what are you going to do once you've shot? That's exactly it. You're then 10, fucking mauled. People, and we, right? saw, we saw the people outside had no problem. So I'll agree to that. <laughs> and the response that he got from Adam Curry is exactly right, which is, yeah, why weren't there 
a hundred times as many cops there. They should have never been in a position where they were outnumbered like that and were having to worry about bullets. Listen, I agree. Because there should have been so many of them to protect this place. I agree. On a thing that they knew was happening. I Okay, well, first of all, they knew a lot of stuff was happening and they often don't protect it. But let's be serious. Again, these are people that spent a year holding up Blue Lives Matter signs and saying like, we care about cops. I, I truly believe... But hold on, you dismissed that too quickly, Matt. They knew this was going to happen. If you watch the videos, though, in particular, like that's now been leaked. They knew it. If you watch the videos, there's people and they didn't put enough people there and people defending cops. There's people like trying to stop it. Case fucking closed. What were they doing? Well, it's it's it was to get Trump kicked off Twitter. I'm sure it was more than to get I was gonna Trump say, that kicked doesn't make Twitter. any sense whatsoever. It was to that get was Trump theory. so he'd... Like, if this all plays out, I guess they don't know what he's going to do. He's suing them. That he's, he's suing them all. I know, but they don't know that he's going to get out there and say what he's going to say. Or maybe they do, you know? I would assume... It, listen, if, you had, if I'm a betting man, which I happen to be, and I work at the CIA, which I don't... Um, if I'm putting money on it, I'd be like, this fucker will say something to get them riled up. That's the odds on favorite, isn't it? Well, they probably had it both ways where if he said something um, great, that fits perfectly. And if he doesn't say something, then he's not doing, you, you know, I'm sure they could spin that some way. You guys, I mean, hold on the wait. Let, let's just back up a sec. If we really, if you guys are really this deep into this, like fucking cabal controlling us just it's just not everything is just hear me up. that's fine but if you want to go that deep why isn't trump in on it anyway like he's part of the ruling elite he maybe I, I don't know like maybe he's like i only got i got my four years i was supposed to and now this guy's gonna get his four years and we'll, we'll just keep going business as usual it was here. connor like, greg mcgregor moment <laughs> like it's it, nothing changed biden being in in my opinion like nothing got better well he's doing all trump stuff now so yeah, of well, course yeah. nothing changed I mean, look at Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, this fucking Microsoft deal, it just She reeks, made some wicked money in the stock, reeks, eh? reeks to high no, hell. No, no, she's been around a long time. She knows She knows the market, Matt. Um, that one in particular, though. Sorry, it's, it's what's not, the Microsoft deal? I don't know about this. Okay, so Microsoft was... Microsoft uh, owned by Bill Gates, by yeah, the way. Was in a bidding war against Amazon to control the government's cloud file. And it was a $12 billion bid, like a $12 billion contract. And it was going to go to Microsoft. It was announced it was going to Microsoft. And then Nancy Pelosi buys a shitload of fucking Amazon. Right place, the right a time. Shit, and I mean a shitload of Amazon call options, which means she expects the stock to go yeah. muy bueno up. She buys a shitload of them. And then all of a sudden, it gets overturned. And there's some antitrust thing. And now they're going to split. Amazon is going to split this $12 billion contract with Microsoft. And you know what happened to Microsoft or Amazon stock last week? It fucking went ham. It is literally, literally the most corrupt organization in the world. Yeah, it's crazy. They think China and like, it's so funny to me too, how um, everybody just disparages Putin, right? Like, and probably justifiably so. But this organization... Oh, yeah, these guys have their own racket. They like, run... These are just two different fucking crime families, yeah. man. No, it's Corrupt exactly as it gets. It. Yeah. Uh, well, I think... I believe some stuff I've heard, China is the most corrupt 
of all governments are corrupt, but China's like crazy corrupt. Well, because they feel, I feel like China has to be because they're openly corrupt. Like yeah. at least the U.S. tries poorly, tries to hide it, right? But it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have a lot more um, things in play in the Matrix to make everybody believe that what's real is real, right? China just tells them and they believe it. Here they actually have to try and trick people. People want to be tricked. Well, uh, I have a wait on the same topic because someone asked on the YouTube today. They said they were 23 and they wanted to, they, did, they didn't, they don't know how old we are, first of all. So I guess they probably haven't been listening that long. Um, 24, my brother. They wanted to note, <laughs> they wanted to know what life was like. Um, was it pre-internet or pre, I could pull it up. Basically, they wanted to know, was it like, was it easier or was it harder? And I, easier. I, 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 well, the thing is, I don't know, ask me if I was my age. That's the problem with the then. question. I was 15. It seems better. I was less self-conscious, unable to see what other people are doing, and just more uh, grounded and involved in my life and other people's lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if you're asking me would I rather be 40 years old without the internet, fuck no. The answer is so easily, fuck but no. <laughs> I, I grew up not to have this much access. So sorry, you're saying you think the internet is a bad thing? I don't know, it is what it is. I just I, I had no problems. It wasn't it wasn't like the dark ages back then. No, but you thought your life was better. I didn't notice I was missing it. And you obviously are the other way. No, I I think the I think the question what we're both getting at I think is that the question is kind of impossible to answer because of the age thing. You know what I mean? Like I the internet truly came around for me, I would say like grade nine is when I would say one in five households I knew like had the internet, like a running. But you can like subjectively see and also what the internet, like you're an adult and you've lived with and without the internet. Someone correct, correct Matt? Yeah. So like you can look and you can. Yeah, but it's a, it's a weird. You can see what it's doing to like the youth of today. Yeah, but I'm not a youth. So I don't like that has no, you know what I mean? That's a weird question. Like they're asking me personally, do I think, I don't have a kid. You have yeah, a kid. Not what's best for you. Just what do you think is best? Well, no, the, the question, no, the, that was not the question. Uh, the question was just, what did you think? Like, what do you think was better living without the internet or with it? Oh, I see you. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, like I each understand. of us personally, yeah, how did yeah, you yeah, feel, yeah. you know? And I see like, am I, do I like it that I can look things up instantaneously? Well, that's what I'm saying is like, I think it's a, it's watch a, movies. It's a lot of things. There's a double-edged sword. Obviously there's certain things about having the internet that are absolutely incredible that we wouldn't trade for anything. There's obviously another porn. side of it. Knowing, porn. knowing what you know now and kind of like the trajectory, the world is heading. Would you trade those good things for the amount of bad things that come with it? I guess that's a better question. I don't know. I'd say it's right down the middle. I would. Me, personally. Fair enough. Is there a reason for that? Because I, I see it going in a horrible direction. And I think it happens really quickly. Like, I don't think this is like 50 years, 100 years from now, this collapses us. I think that if, like, they don't check these social media things, it, like, collapses us morally way sooner than that. I I think that the kids growing up, and again, I don't know, because I'm not a kid, I guess, but the whole world just seems more morally corrupt. Like It just makes it more apparent, but 
Well, okay, sure. So many examples. Sure. So it makes it more apparent, but like you didn't know. So you know, like what you don't know doesn't hurt you. I I traveled. I traveled a bit by the time I was twenty. Like the internet was just hotmail. Shit like that, like. But hold on, we also lived. We also lived in a way seat. Like the world was a lot seedier back then. Like when we grew up, dude. If you went to the, if you went to New York in the fucking eighties, like that was not a tourist like attraction. It wasn't a place you went and was like. It was was all prostitutes. That was a place you went if you wanted to go get shot. You know what I mean? So like the world in general, I, as odd as this sounds, again, it's the Steven Pinker like. The world just in general seems like a much safer place now. I guess to me it was like okay, so. And this is a bad example because I don't think that the internet is seedy or it, but you could, you knew where that was, you knew where that was, <laughs> you knew where that was and you stayed away from it if you didn't want to go there. There's no staying away from anything anymore. Uh, things are so into our kids, into everybody. It's just a constant stream of everything. It wasn't like that before. Like it, it just... It was different. The, the faucet it was turned off sometimes. Less. There's infomercials. It was just less of everything. Yeah, listen, dude. I remember a time when the TV at like midnight just went to bars. Yeah, and, and you it know was, what I mean. It, it was, was bars time, for six hours. It that was, was it. Time to stop doing that, and it, you went to bed because there was nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, and I, now I, you never have to go to bed, and I guess that's the difference. And it's a terrible analogy. I get it, but that's kind of the difference between then and now. I would be, and I long for them. I would be a fat, disgusting slob if I had TikTok when I was at fourteen. Just you know what I mean, like bed sores and just like I. De- but how do you know? Because you seem. This is the weird thing. I feel like I, I like it now. I like it then. Yeah, but this is different. I feel like you personally feel like you just missed the boat. Like I feel like. <laughs> well, no, I don't mean that in a mean way. I feel like if you were eighteen, you would try to make a go. At TikTok, not that you would be some fat slob. I think you would actually be out there actively being like, I'm going to become a TikTok influencer. And I don't mean that in a mean way either. I think you would try to work it. I'm just saying I was like pretty much 25 before the internet. Like I was fully grown. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But take me 13. You don't even know it existed. I would love a mini TV that you had to tune in to get one channel. Well, (laughs) in your defense, Matt, I always thought my son was lost to this new world. Yeah. And he went and got a job on his own. You, you know what I mean? Like it just comes it, together. But it, that's what I was telling you is like the kids are adaptable. Our parents said the same thing about us. Their parents said the same. There was something, whether it was rock and roll I, chess. I totally agree, Matt. I, I totally agree with you. Every generation goes through that. I just think this generation has gotten way too much too fast. And like Kamar said, the faucet never goes off anymore. Do you know what just hit me though? I think the difference now is that, like our parents, they weren't involved in our shit. Like they might have, they might have heard a little bit of rap music or like some of the music you listened to because you played it. But they weren't like we're on the internet. You know what I mean? You see the shit your son sees. You're on the same internet he is. You're in like engaged in the well, same. That's not true because I'm on. I'll go I'm on different field. You're on black Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> and my son isn't. Um, maybe we should get back to. Um, yeah. Sorry, we got off on a weird tangent. Thank you for your there. question, listener. I, I long for the olden days. Matt what likes the future. Kamar doesn't know. It's interesting you're talking about New York because they, at this time, they did not know who the mayor of New York is, but now they do have decided it's Eric Adams. What a stupid way to vote. Who's, who's a Democrat, pro-gun, pro-law and order, and wants to make New York City the capital 
for Bitcoin in the world. Yeah, I saw that. Just talking about corruption, Matt. The fact that they're looking for new and improved ways to game the system right out in the open. (laughs) No, it's it's supposed to be fairer. It's supposed to be more fair, right? Dude, that's the guys that are doing so dumb. The whole thing is stupid. I think it's just the fact that it's confusing. Just vote for who you think should be in that position, period. Don't confuse people, you know? Like, I'm I'm stupid. I'm easily confused. And I want to vote who I want to vote for. It shouldn't be, uh, I'm going to put this guy third. It sounds like fucking Big Brother. Uh, Survivor. The, the TV Survivor. show. Survivor. Or whichever one where you, like, drop people down. It is. I don't even it know. is. It's people stupid. People relate to it better. How long is it going to be, be before the fucking elections are like an actual reality show? Again, though, we've we've spoken about this so much. Like, here's a good, here's a, here's a, Great point. Like the internet could be used to just do referendum elections where we don't even have a leader. We all just decide. You have, but you, you know, need politicians to put that. Yeah, of course. And then they're like, job. whoa, whoa, what do you, but again, like that's the perfect example of us having this great thing that we could use it for good, but instead they're like, eh, why don't you just watch fucking next season of Too Hot 2? It reminds me a lot of nuclear and, energy, actually, which is a perfect segue, subway. Into, you want to jump all the way there? No, no. But he, they did talk about that, and I couldn't agree with him more. That, that was that his preference for uh, moving forward energy. Well, uh, it, it, I think I've argued this many, or mentioned this many times, like they just gave up on it. And not only that, went on a huge campaign they to... didn't give up on it. ...to make sure that everybody is scared Fukushima. to death of it. But they didn't give up on it. Two they, events. Two events that... Slow, it slowed it down, Simon. It's still coming. Again, have you ever been to... Um, Chernobyl? Chernobyl? No. Me either. Oh, well, case closed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> no, but like, we don't really know. That could have been something that was set up by who knows. Just to, I'm not saying that, I'm not, I'm not I saying I get what you're saying, yes, and exist, Fukushima t- could have too. Been I am sabotage, well aware. Could, could have been, been big coal or what, I get what you're saying. Big coal, exactly, or whoever. Probably gas is more like Probably it. gas? Had, no, I'm, that's exactly who it is. Okay, well, there you go. I'm with you on the, I'm listen. My eyes are open, Simon. And what he said makes perfect sense. Like a tiny little generator in everybody's backyard. And you don't have need for, like, we have driving cars because we don't want to have to drive ourselves, not because we're worried about the environment. I mean, listen, you're the conspiracy guy. Wasn't there someone who had a patent for some sort of special superconductor that went that was on that plane that disappeared, along with like 12 of the other patent holders? Sounds familiar. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, that sounds like what we're talking about here. Well, you guys saw that movie, um, How They Killed the Electric Car. Yes, of course. Like when that guy sucks on the gas pipe, Jack Nicholson owned one. And uh, that never happened. We don't see photos of Jack Nicholson. And that's why Tesla worries me. Or Tesla's, Elon, Tesla's, Elon or Tesla? Tesla's about to get crushed. Elon I mean. is Tesla. How do you figure? But that's... All the electric cars Burry? coming out. Like Honda, if I, the if fact, I, they're going to level up. Hmm. Yeah, okay. But I think for long-term space travel, you'd have to have a nuclear vision, a million-year rocket. You can't use batteries or any. You know what I mean? No, but you, you don't, don't need. Know how you can charge it. You don't need. Uh, you don't need that much propulsion. Just to coast, but if you want to. No, but what I'm saying is, like, you really only need the propulsion to go, 
And then once you get there to get like a little bit of propulsion off, and then like you said, you just you're just coasting through space. At that I'd point. be maybe a lot some more adjustments on the way. going through space with a well, probably yeah. Well, or maybe to power like some sort of um, um, go on interdimensional jumping capability, or you know something that requires an awful lot of energy. Energy, because you're saying about coasting, there could be all sorts of other reasons why they would need said energy in space. Yeah, I mean, again, you're probably going to want some for emergencies. Probably not going to be the smoothest Unfortunately, ride. Unfortunately, Elon's probably working on it. Um, yeah, again, yeah, I'm very worried about Elon. The same way I'm worried by this whole alien thing, I'm worried about Elon. Okay, well, back to Adam Curry. He said the greatest thing that the media is just for politicians. You know, they watch it to, oh, how should I act? Like, Aaron to sell advertising. So it's really something, if, if you don't want to be in that space, you got to get away. I never imagined my life I would ever talk about politics. A young me never thought, well, one day I'll talk about politics. And I mean, I'm not talking intelligently about it, but I'm talking about it and it sort of bums me out. I still hate talking about politics. I don't, it's never a conversation I enjoy. I, I just think there's way better things to talk about. But I find that people at our age, that's often a, a thing that comes up. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd much rather talk about aliens. <laughs> or Bigfoot. Or Bigfoot, even yeah. more to the point. I, he, I Joe, wish people would talk about Bigfoot more. <laughs> Joe, Joe described um, John Stewart's joke as a brilliant bit. Yeah. And I feel like of, he was just saying facts sarcastically. <laughs> like, I don't think it was. Yeah, genius. it wasn't. A, I didn't think that it was a brilliant <laughs> yeah, bit. I know. I, he just said words. I'm so torn. Because if that's all, all a ruse. Well, no, I don't know if I'm to go as far as at what Adam Curry said, but like I can't agree with Joe because, like you said, it's not that great a fucking bit. So, who's blowing smoke up whose ass? You know. But you see, here's part of the problem: is like all you really need to do at some point is like they, if there is some big conspiracy, they they can they're probably just in coast mode, like a spaceship. Because if you think about it, at this point, we just doubt everything. Like nothing is now off the table. Like mocha, you just, anything that I can bring to the table that sounds, nothing is too crazy to be a conspiracy. So everything could be one. Well, that's probably exactly what they want to discredit all the conspiracies. Probably. Well, again, I'm just saying. That would be a great way to do it. Just flood the airwaves with conspiracies. Well, of course, that's the best way to do it. I think the one thing you give him is his execution of it. It could have been clunky, but it just seems... Like he was just back to the Daily Show, John Stewart's bit, brilliant bit, which I, I don't even know if it's misinformation or whose side. Do you on think who. it was? You don't think that? I don't know that don't. John Stewart is like some sort of operative. You speaking from the heart? I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't either. But if he was, I was just well here. I, I if was, he was, then that also would I think. I think that then means that Joe also is. Well, when someone mentioned Jamie as his handler this week, I was like, oh, that, that plays well. Well, Mike we, Baker's we know that's know, not I true. Know. Um, we know it's Mike Baker. Okay, fine. If we're going to go down this rabbit hole too, so how does this work? Did Jon Stewart leave the air because he was compromised? Or, or did they make him leave the air and then they brought him back? Maybe. Sounds like a Bob Lazar classic. Because like, in my opinion, he's just a good dude who got tired of doing the same show for like 20 years, wanted to raise dogs on a farm. But he was getting involved. 
Like he was working for 9-11. 9-11, I know. He did stuff. a lot of... Yeah, again, but that's the kind of stuff that makes me believe he's absolutely not some CIA shill. Is like, it just seems like too I, I, long I a con. Him. I'm just questioning everything. Yeah, I, I wasn't with Adam Curry there. Like, this is the problem is I really enjoyed this podcast, but this is where, like, you know, it just gets frustrating because not every single thing is a fucking conspiracy. You cannot live that way. Like, it can't just be that every single thing you've seen on TV is an absolute plant. It's a shill. It's not every- a conspiracy necessarily. It's just it is what it is. Or it isn't what it has been told to be true as a truth. No, I mean, I see what Matt's saying. Like, you mocha, but you got to kind of believe something. Uh, yes. Like, I mean, again, you can... If you don't have a baseline. and But this guy is, like, at the cutting edge... Like if, if you care about podcasting, he really knows. Like he's been, he's a nerd who's had success. Like to rise and fall. Like he's not crazy. I don't think. Who, John Stewart? No, 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 Adam Curry. John Stewart could be. I mean, to say he's not crazy is a bit like. Well, Adam Curry has just like Sam Tripoli has gone hook, line, and sinker, and good or bad, everything is a conspiracy. Do you realize he holds the key to? Uh, Winds of change, though, because he was there. He holds the keys. Yes, to you winds mentioned of this. Change. You mentioned this the last time he was on. Mm-hmm. And I bet you could go on his message board, ask a question, and get your answer, or get yourself it banned might, right might, away. Well, depending no, shot. On. Because a hundred percent, he's gonna say that it was like. Kamar, well, well. <laughs> there's no, there's no conspiracy that Adam Curry then, doesn't it, like. Yeah, I feel like he's that kind of guy. He's short open, of, he's short open of maybe, to everything. Short of maybe David Icke lizard people. Like, I think even he has a line. I would like to know where that line is, Matt. I, I feel <laughs> no, like he was there. I would very much like to know where that line is. That's a good line. The David Let's Icke lizard people? Let's talk about David, David Icke's lizard people. Dude, chill. Yeah, that'd be amazing if he went on Rogan. Um, David Icke? Yeah, he'll never. That will be somebody who will never be on Joe Rogan. I've seen him. Not at this I point. It, early days. There was a potential for early maybe, days. Maybe. If, if, but if never at this point. Then. No, never no, 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 no. Point. Now he has a way better chance of getting on Rogan because now he's more of like a conspiracy guy. He doesn't talk about the alien people anymore. I think I just meant like I, it's less likely in this Spotify era that you're going to get a, a David Icke oh, type yeah. conspiracy he, theorist. He sinks people. Like his yeah. name is not good. Tarnished. For like the algo, as Kamara would put it. Dude, have you ever seen his hands? He has terrible, like crippling arthritis. Yeah, he's a lizard. Oh my God. Um, his hands bum me out. It Poor is guy. too diabolical to release COVID just to oust Trump. I, without it, he wins the election with a landslide. So who did that, though? Was it the Chinese who did that? Because it came from a Chinese Were they trying lab. to get rid of him? No, I, I think it's too diabolical. I don't think... No, could do I'm that. asking you. Like, I'm willing to play along with this. Was it the Chinese or the Americans, though? Like, was it the... Well, we know Fauci and Google-funded Wuhan lab. So, I mean, there's too many fingers in the pot. But are they working with China? So you're saying that the Republicans don't work with China, and the, just the Democrats. The Democrats this is obviously work what with yes. China. Well, it, if it was a plot, who stands to win or who needs Trump to lose? Okay, let me ask you: Before Trump, did both the Democrats and the Republicans both work with China? They have. Okay. I mean, always. 
So it's not a Trump thing. Like we're in agreement. Like, cause I'm willing to play no, no, along with this. No. I just don't think it's a Trump thing. I think everybody's been working with China this he whole time. He proposed it. And I say that is just too <laughs> diabolical. There's other means to usurp Trump or, or get him out. Why would you release it in China? Yeah. Another good reason why I don't think it was uh, As opposed released to, to uh, win the presidency. Where, Matty? Well, I just, there's no guarantee that it comes over here if you release it in China, right? Oh, I, yeah, I guess. Okay, sure. Well, I just, if, you're, if your goal is to oust Trump, yeah, it seems like a really... But maybe they run like four of these a year yeah, and maybe. they just see which one just gets over. Just throwing shit at the wall like and see what sticks. A lot of people yeah, travel maybe. from China to other places in the world. You need a little time to repair, so you got to see it coming. In China, everyone travels. Like if you China. were, let's just say you were that guy in 12 Monkeys. Yeah. You know, the guy carrying the briefcase yeah. there? And you wanted to like get the most bang for your buck. Like what airport do you drop that off at? I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm genuinely asking. China has the most people in the world, so probably means that they're going the most places. I think most people would choose either something in New York or uh, what's the fucking Heathrow. Yep, those are, Chicago is a very busy. Oh, well, to yeah. play along with Kamar. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm with you. To play along with Kamar's thing, um, this could be like uh, we can uh, make China look bad and get this thing out at the same time. It's like a twofer. It's too diabolical. No one's that smart. I mean, that's really where I feel I, like this, he's saying that, and he doesn't believe that. That's at the funny all. thing too is when he says that. <laughs> what I'm, yeah, is I'm, this? I know. I'm, what's, I don't going know what's going on, on here? Either. I'm confused. <laughs> no, I, I, he's like reverse this is, psychology. I began this saying that was a theory. I think it's too diabolical. Here's the For problem. Whatever reason you've said uh, uh, eight of them. My biggest problem is that we sit here and talk about how inept these fucking politicians on both sides are all the time, like. This isn't politicians, though, right, Matt? Like, we're all in agreement that if this was some sort of, like, global scheme type deal, it's not, it's not politicians doing it. It's people, like, much more powerful than that. I still just don't really see... I mean, again, I guess, you know, who knows? Like, I would equate them more to, like, the heads of really powerful crime families. Which all the governments are. Um, Trump... Presidency gets credit for the vaccine. Inarguable. Love or leave it. It's just the fact. Inarguable. No, no, or not. Or or argue. Or or not. Or argue. Get right. I see what you're saying. So if it turns out to be a really bad thing, then Trump gets the blame for it. But as of right now, what it is is thank you to the Trump. But presidency. nobody sees it like that. Everybody sees it as this happened during Biden's tenure. Which is just, as we know how things work, not the case. But I'm curious. So do you think that no matter... So you're assuming that if anyone else was president, vaccines would not have come? No, but you could say Trump's a piece of shit, but the vaccines are a good thing and he has to get credit for it. Well, I, yeah, I guess I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Yeah. Well, apparently Trump... Not went, his presidency. Apparently Trump went to the Pfizer guys and was like, I know you're sitting on this mRNA technology. I don't care about the rules. Just go ahead and do it. That's the argument out of what's his name, right? Sure. Then if that's the case, that's Adam, different. Adam Curry. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little different, but if he just fucking, if you just want him, like, again, like I said, any president in his position gets a vaccine, right? If you have to give credit for the vaccine, you can give it to Biden or Trump. Who you give it to? 
Well, Biden wasn't this president. This is such so a it, weird, silly um, exercise. But yeah, Jeez. so Trump gets the credit for the thing. We'll but see, that, you think that it's terrible and it's in us to as like a kill switch or something. So he's just going to be proven that he was a terrible president well, no, in your eyes. It doesn't matter because they they lack any liability. Yeah, but he doesn't lack liability. He'll nope. go down as the worst president of all time. Nor do the producers of the pharmaceuticals. Like it's Yeah, but awkward. they're not they're not trying to like have their legacy etched in stone. Are you not getting a vaccine because you can't sue appropriately if it does something to you? No, Is that no, really no. what I'm hearing here? No, that was just the joke. But um anyways, okay, he you can't give credit to the Trump presidency. It's just scientists and doctors in the world pulled together. Well, again, I just hold on a second. Wait so, does a second. Justin Trudeau get pre- get credit for vaccines? No, because he didn't have the foresight to build a place to produce our own vaccines on this. But neither did Trump. They already had the infrastructure to produce vaccines. What? They have a ten a report from ten years ago where they said we have to produce something to make our. Didn't own he vaccines. also shut down the whole thing that would have like protected the U.S. against this? The border. No, no. He, there was a fucking a gr- like a department in place that was all about virology and like. Did Trump uh, shut that down so they didn't detect it or whatever? No, he shut it down because it cost money, and he was like, "This is a waste yeah. of money." And, and uh, yeah, he did. But I don't think that stops this pandemic from happening. That's Maybe they would have responded better. I don't know. Well, that definitely doesn't stop the pandemic from happening. I just find it fun. So Trump gets credit for something that was in place for ten years ago. And Justin Trudeau gets punished for something that wasn't in place 10 years ago. No one's getting punished. I just asked to give credit <laughs> to the Trump no, no, presidency no, no, for the presidency. I agree with you. You can't do it. I agree with you. Yeah, but I by that it. logic, then you have to also give that same accolade to Justin Trudeau. Then I give that accolade to Trudeau. He, well, that's, I don't give it to either of them. That's crazy. He will be remembered. I don't, I don't think you, either of them had anything to do with anything. I want to move I'm forward at. and you're just putting baby in a box. Like, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> what do you, you just tried to get us to admit to something and we admit to it <laughs> no he won't trump it just it, it's true no but i just said, said i just said i'm not giving trudeau credit either i'm not giving it to either of them when it goes down in history yeah as whose presidency was it during the time oh, of fine. the if vaccines we're doing that, then yes it was trump sure that's what he said that's it so now we're just stating historical facts that and is, then saying, is, I'm right? It is correct. No, but you can't argue with that. That's all I was saying. 9-11 was on September 11, 2001. That That's is the truth. correct. That's the truth. If you had made that statement, I would be saying the same thing about Holy you. Holy fuck. It, it was supposed to be, yeah, I guess he did it, and move on. That was what was supposed to happen oh, when I said that. Oh, it was a joke. That. Is that what you were doing? No, it was, just, it was, no. A, it was a throwaway. I, I still, like... You, you, you said, okay, fine, but whatever. No, but I'm, I'm, I still don't know what you're driving at. Like, do you think I'm he's not driving. Gonna, I'm stating a fact. Do you think he's going <laughs> to get... Or you don't do you think he's going to get credit I can't drive. I don't have a license. Hey, do you think he's going to get credit for it? Do you think when people remember Trump's... Um, Trump's uh, time in president, they're going to be like, oh, the president who gave us the vaccines? If he were to run <laughs> no. again, all every all this that happened doesn't matter. I don't know who knows, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I, I don't think he'll ever get credit. Uh, Joe is on a Sturgill Simpson hold on, song. Hold on. No, back I don't up, want to. Back like, up. Back up. You're making it seem like he <laughs> should get credit. Is that what you think? He has to get credit. His presidency, not him. See, Trump's out there. Everyone else that was there. Gets credit for it. Oh, but he happens to be there, so we'll say the Trump presidency. I don't know. But if you guys don't understand. This is fun. No, I do understand. Oh, okay. You're just having fun. 
Joe is on a Sturgill Simpson song doing an Alex Jones impression. Yes. I'd love for someone to find that out. Well, how is that the first time we've heard of this? Seems very odd, right? Seems like an odd tidbit. The slow to not pro, a- man. The slow pro. Because I don't think Joe was willing to admit it until now. Gotcha. I think Joe was being very careful about Alex Jones up until a little while ago. You think he's he being didn't want to be implied now? by Im- impersonating him on a? They didn't. Yeah, he didn't want anybody to be like. No, I, th- I think he was just in on it. Why tell people like let people think it's Alex Jones? Okay. Why tell them now then? He was opening up with Adam Curry. Just, he, he said, you do a great Alex Jones impression because I've known him for years. They've, I did it. they've talked about Alex Jones impressions between now and then. Okay, and so I, 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 I don't Bar, you're not going to win today. Buddy. No, I'm not Just even trying to win. The fuck like, up. Like, <laughs> you guys act like I'm supposed to know something. You are. Um, you're supposed to have all the info. What the fuck is wrong with environmental you? Environmental social governance is now how people invest in companies. Their woke score. What did that have to do with? What was the first thing you said though? Environmental what? It's environmental social governments. It's ES, the ESG score. Environmental yes, social yes. governance. Yes. And that's what does this company do to check these boxes off? Uh, I mean, again, though, but hold on, hold on, whatever. hold on. You just said that as fact because Adam Curry said it, though. You Fair see enough. the problem here. Fair enough, yeah. This is one of the problems. And I, tr- I trust a guy who's had success, like. He's, he's, he's way more down the road than me. He knows more than I do. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what has he done to, besides being into some conspiracies to make him seem like he doesn't know what he's talking about? Kamar, it has nothing to do with that. It's that someone else will come on and say something and you'll question it ad nauseum and be like, why would I believe this person? Why should I believe this person? Why do I believe that? And then now you're just saying just because this guy's successful. No, it's not just because he says that. Because if you look at commercials, they're always like the right amount of diversity and like... Check out these woke boxes, and this is all how it works. I, I'm not saying it's good or bad. I know, but I'm just saying is that weed, you did, okay, forget it. It's fine. Yes, it is bad, Kamar. Yes. Caring about, caring about diversity is terrible. Well, well, no, the motivations of investors to companies isn't actually to save the people. It's just to, like, Nike still has slaves or whatever. But yeah, well, that's as, the as long as they're part. yeah, and that long, woke score sounded horrible. As long as they're presenting the right image, it's, that it's just, And he said all this shit has spurned the um, GameStop and the AMC and the Reddit. Like he he's talking like this is some sort of revolution, but it's not kinetic. No one really has to get hurt physically. I don't think it's a revolution either, to be honest. You don't think it's, it's just a change, like a shift? No, but well, you got to think about it. These guys are always ten steps ahead. So all they're going to do is this was a shift. These guys. The hedge funds. the re- all, Yeah. Th- think about it like this, Kamar. They weren't ready for this for sure. They'll adjust. You know what I mean? They'll also, they're also going to find a way to, to make the American taxpayer pay for their losses. They always have. They always will. Unless Bitcoin is what it says it is. Right? If it's truly like just decentralized, like they can buy as much as they want. But if you're in, you're in. Do, do you know what I mean? Or it crashes. Well, I think Bitcoin's, I think it's always going to go up and down until there's, you know, not a lot left. But I, I don't know. I just don't think that Bitcoin is going to be the answer to. No, I, I, but I think it's, it's an alternative. And it's like, for us, it's a weird thing. For someone who's born today, they'll probably buy one when they're 12 or start buying into it. You know what I mean? There'll be some kitty account you can do it. Listen, if you're so inclined. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Listen, if Bitcoin tomorrow is like a currency, then I think the U.S. is in a lot of trouble. Well, I think the U.S. is in a lot of trouble well, already. they're definitely in a lot of trouble. Unless they're saving money. So are we, by the way. Pulling out of uh, Afghanistan. Um, Antifa, Adam Craig goes into it, and Joe's like, yeah, I just think they look like losers. But he wanted to go deep sorrows and stuff. Do you think Joe just wanted to talk about how the people look forlorn, or he was cutting them off? No, I don't know. Joe, uh, Joe's been really... Um He's come around on pretty much everything except for the fact that um, Antifa are an organized organization. He still holds pretty strong that they're just a bunch of dudes in masks. No, I think he's not bought. He's not yet bought out of the Rene DeResto. I think he thinks a lot of these small groups, like I think he thinks even some of these Trump fucks, it's all just Russia or China trying to fuck with America. I think it's just the fact that within these both mobs, there are factions within who actually probably want different goals. Of course. I think run I, together and meet up at the same time. I think it's honestly, I'm kind of with like if Joe honestly, I think it's just literally all on all sides, a bunch of young people with not a lot to do, losers, like he says. I don't think it's that well fucking planned out. No, it probably works exactly. Um, like you have these organizations that are loose and people are just fucking around, going out, chucking things, whatever. And then the bigger powers at play see this happening and infiltrate those groups a la um, Proud Boys. Or the like Boogaloo Boys. That's the perfect example. Well, I don't know very much about the Boogaloo Boys, but the Proud Boys we know was started as a joke. Like the three of us fucking know this 100% for yeah. a fact. We heard the episode it happened on. Yeah. It definitely became way more than that. It became a movement. We all watched it happen. So it definitely got co-opted along the way. Yeah, but again, all, you know, I think all it takes is a few fucking assholes to co-opt it, and then it's something else. I'm not saying that happened with Antifa, but like... I just, I just think Adam Curry... Was even the Trump, even Trump supporters. I think there's a lot of Trump supporters that are just like hardworking Americans that, are, that maybe are ignorant to a lot of facts... But that are just, you know, and then there's a few of them that are just fucking wild assholes that are just out there to be fucking violent and pick shit. And that's. Yeah, there are those guys. And then there are also the people who see this as an opportunity to, again, useful idiots like to use this group of people to do their bidding. Sure, but like, and again, I that could that be China all, and Russia. That could, you know, it could I, easily I, just be. It totally could. I just think it's more likely that it's. Well, it has to be CIA and FBI as well. Our own government. If, if they're their doing their own job. Government doing if they're it. doing their job, it could be. the FBI has to have people, Donnie Brasco of in uh, of these things yeah. has to, right? Right. Well, look. And, I don't know anything. And if we know anything from like that whole Manson thing. Yeah, we also know the problem is they're always trying to get to like the top. So no one ever gets arrested. Because it's just like, well, I'm working this guy who I'm trying to get to the guy above him to try to get to the, you I know think, what I mean? It's, I think Adam Curry had some theories. What I mean, you, listen, the FBI is the FBI's known about terrible shit for decades and just sat on their hands. So Or let it happen to catch the bigger fish. Um, what and you then guys, never caught that fish. <laughs> hey, or, got away. Or did it for some other reason. Sure. Entrapment. Um, what do you guys think about his observation that he said in Netherlands when he was a kid, it was all unisex bathrooms. And then they started getting American media and they sort of like. This, was a, this was a matrix moment. This was my argument. I agree. 
Are, is that what you're saying? No, you and I... <laughs> Are you giving me credit before no, no. we go further? You and I went to play mini putt this week and I brought up this exact scenario to you. I said, listen, because I said, remember that I brought up the Wii Spa, I explained to you what happened. And then I said, what if you grew up in a place where... And then I brought up Europe and I remember I said nude beaches and you were like, well, that's a fucking weird... Yeah. Because I said, I was like, if you grow up with this, it's absolutely not that weird. And then I, I, I didn't know that like the Netherlands had... Co, you know, co-ed but a nude bathrooms. Beach but and bathrooms is a, a really fire. Apartment. That was a weird, like, anecdotal Fine, the, example. Okay. That could have been his weird uh, hippie community. You know, like but, I don't know what they sure. Do over but let's there. let's just go with Kamar, where we're believing everything Adam Curry says. Okay, and let's say the whole country across the board is just change rooms for men and women. He said they yeah. changed the brothels. I mean, well, he said it was normal for him. He but said so, he didn't mind seeing naked people. That doesn't mean that the girls did like seeing schlong in the change room. But my point, Simon, is it's, it, it is almost like a thing that's the puritanical thing that's put into us where, again, if you're just seeing schlong from the day you're born in the bathroom in the change room, I honestly think it's like the African tribes. Like, that's the perfect example of well, tits out, no one gives a but shit. But I mean, if we're doing that too, like, they also follow all sorts of other things that we don't do and you think they're good idea. You know what I mean? You can't have it both ways. Can Are we you? talking about the Dutch? They do a lot of stuff we don't well, like who, to do. Whoever, you know? Okay, well, name a couple things the Dutch do that we don't love. No, Wooden no, shoes? No, okay, I'm, I'm with you on that one. But this is interesting. This is interesting. Well, let's not take the Dutch then. Let's take the... Um, but hold on, but you can't do that because you're, you're now using... Hey, hey, come on. He cares about the Dutch, man. No, he's barking at the fox. He cares about a Dutch baby. Um, <laughs> Did you see? Yeah. He, he was finally noticed the fox after this whole time. Good, good fucking guard dog. <laughs> Dude, he was pissed. Chico, come here. Yeah, what, he tried to attack it. What about this example that I wanted to add on to this about how he was talking about immigration and they're trying to do like... Um, well, it's just not working. Integration with the immigrants. Explain further, please. The immigrants are coming to these... He was saying, here, I'll, I'll get it out. In in Europe, they were letting everyone in. Just let's let everyone in. We're going to be super nice about this. Yep. And now the problem is because the flow was so aggressive, these people just made their own communities and are just doing the things of their old country. And it's, Meaning it's segregating them. people in the bathrooms? No, we're talking more well, no, like... They could be like, offended by people in the bathroom, yeah. possibly. Or like, I still want to stone my wife to death in the driveway if she cheats. Right. Well, if you're coming into the country, then you got to follow the rules of the country, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, yeah, is, the laws should. Uh, what I was thinking about is, is integration. Does that all of a sudden slide to a residential school? Do you know what I mean? If you let the people in, no, I don't. There's Sorry. only so much you you can make sure they uh, follow the laws as they were, but there's a lot of things that they're going to be. Well, culturally well, different and sensitive to. And but be there are to... lots of different cultures in Canada. Let's take Canada, for example. There are Jewish people and Catholic people and all sorts of different religions and cultures, and they each do their own shit. They follow the laws, meaning that if your culture happens to have a law where it's okay for you to beat and rape your wife, well, you can't do that here. That goes against the law of Canada. But nobody's stopping you from celebrating your faith any other way that's not hurting somebody else. But Kamar, the difference with the residential schools is that it had nothing to do with, it wasn't so much about integration. It was that we, we didn't believe they were capable of being anything other than savages. Like I, I, I'll pull up a quote from our first prime minister that is absolutely shocking. The idea was to try to 
civilize them and tame them. Yeah, and that was the idea. But that's even when it comes to your though, you're like, what am I saying? They're human beings. But what? Sorry, what are you saying about the residential schools? How? What's the comparison? No, I'm saying, is it? Um, is there a fine line between having people move in and keep doing their own culture as long as it stays in law? Or do you have to push them to integration? And at what point is pushing integration? Like the Chinese will tell you that's what they're doing, the Uyghurs. They're ingra- integrated. You, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, the Uyghurs. The Uyghurs are in concentration camps. Yeah, but they're saying they're re-educating um, them. Into that, Chinese culture? Into the China, <laughs> that's what China says. Have you not seen what they started doing? The Han Chinese are now living in Uyghur houses. So like they take the men out. What are Uyghur? That's another... Uyghur Muslims or Uyghur, Uyghur sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The, they're, so they're taking the Uyghur Muslim men out of the houses and Han Chinese men are moving in to have sex with the women. Well, it's, they're basically, it's just like they have two slaves. Noctra. Oh, I don't know if that's it. Can I read this wild quote from our first prime minister? I'll just read a He is simply a savage who can read and write. It has been strongly impressed upon myself as the head of the department that Indian children should be withdrawn as much as possible from the parental influence. And the only way to do that would be to put them in central training industrial schools where they will acquire the habits and modes and thoughts of the white man. Horrible. He didn't know about the cures they had, the way they could use all the meat. Like he thought they were savages, but they were probably more enlightened than he was. But the point is, is... When we're letting people in now, that's not what we're doing. We're not telling them they're savages and that, that we have, they have to be white men. That's we're not, also not taking them into our... Like, that, it's not the same thing at all. But the problem is this, Kamar. The problem is when you... I think what we're, dis, what we're discovering is when the flow is so great, you don't really give them a chance. Like, when it's a trickle in, they, you know, they integrate... Like, Little Italy is kind of a weird example, right? Like, I wouldn't say every Italian lives in Little Italy. It's just kind of like a cultural place where Italians... We know from like New York and Chicago, the Italians and Irish had gangs. Well, outside the law when they came here, they had their own ghettos. You know what I well, mean? That too, yeah, exactly. I mean, but again, but they did integrate in a way. Yeah, I just wonder: can you push, or is it just sit back and let it happen? You know. I mean, listen. I'm. I think as long as you're not breaking the law, then if they want to, if you want to do a little Turkmenistan, I don't have a fucking problem with that. But again, I think you just have to follow. If you want to come here and be free, then you got to come here and be free. You can't be like, well, you know, if my wife cheats, I'm going to stone her to death. That, we just don't, that can't be it. But what the fuck do I know? Uh, Joe started talking about the eye, the fire eye in the Gulf. Yeah. And then Adam Curry said, I think the ransomware attacks are a way bigger deal. And Joe's like, yeah, I just want to talk about the fire. Yeah, I know. That and was kind of weird. Yeah. And he just skipped over the whole thing. And this is using cryptocurrencies to uh, extract whatever, like, I, I the think ransomware attack? I, I, ransomware is where they shut down the uh, yeah, gas line. Cryptocurrency, that's though. not a conspiracy, they though. Get paid that's crypto, just so Joe being a dick. But they did trace it. And they got shut down. Yes. Yeah, so so maybe we're, Bitcoin's fucked. People that say crypto is untraceable, that's totally, totally like, Do you untrue. think Joe doesn't talk about crypto because that's not good for the narrative? No, he said if, he said he sold all of his crypto. No, uh, Which, again, would be good for the whole narrative. I don't trust this. I'm getting rid of it. Jamie hasn't done enough research on ransomware and been in uh, Joe's ear about it, so it's just a non-issue. He's got enough going on. Like, you keep insinuating that Joe works for the CIA. No, you do. No, you do. Okay. 
Um, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of what you're trying to say. It says Tai Tuivasa in bold letters there. What's... Yeah, well, I think I already mentioned them already. Yeah, the shoeies, yeah. Well, they were, they were just talking about... Um, he said, can you hunt? He goes, yeah, deers are idiots. You just try to light their eye. And I felt like Joe was like... A personal <laughs> attack? Sacred. Yeah. Moment where you pull back the bow, but he just let him go. Because I saw they used to kill 20 uh, kangaroos at a time with the headlights on. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure I can eat. And Joe just let that go, which I thought was very uh, generous. Well, it's like the guys who go dynamite fishing. Like, it's not really fishing at that point. So, yeah, But if everyone eats, it's... Uh... Well, I don't think... Like, was Joe contending that they're... That's not a good way to hunt? Uh, no, I think that's a way that certain people hunt that would say is unethical. No, no, it's unethical, but it's efficient. But I think the amount of kangaroos in Australia is unethical, and there's nothing else they could do. Oh, my God. I thought we were going to have a Matrix moment there for sure. I was like, if this motherfucker says they'll drag you in the water, I'm going in there guns fucking blazing oh, on rue. Sunday. The rue. Yeah, dude. <laughs> And then he didn't bring it up, and I was like, fuck. But then he so talked about how, like, his horrible stuff down there, how they, like, poisoned all these uh, cave people who were living in caves. Where was this? Trying to get the kangaroos? No, I think to eradicate a population. Indigenous people. Oh, yeah. we're talking about the, um, what are they called? Aboriginals. Not the Maori. That's New Zealand. Yeah. Is that what you were going at? No. Oh. I thought they have a and name, though. He was talking about the Aboriginals. Tied it, Aboriginal. Aboriginal. Good for him. They're they're rocking. In but who the, annihila- annihilated them in the caves? I don't Farmers, the government maybe. I don't but know. But like recent or historically? No, Adam Curry was talking about it. It was, it it was, was Adam Curry it, that did it. it he to went be, to the caves. It would have to be at least 25 years ago, at least. That's what I mean. So it's like modern history. All right, because didn't he say he went and did a bunch of ecstasy in fucking Australia? Wasn't that what he said? I think he did everything. Everywhere. Like, yeah, you know, probably, I yeah. think I've told you, A, that they found... Um, artifacts from Egypt in Australia that have no business being there. But it turns out that the Egyptians probably sailed to Australia. Dropped off some shit, never came back. No, there was one. Iris Rock is a pyramid? Apparently the Aboriginal or whatever their real name is. Oh, it's sacred. They're one of the very oldest people on the planet. Oh, it's sacred. And even back then, like the Egyptians wanted to go learn from them. So they did these pilgrimages there in boats long before the, um, the um, what's that called? When everybody Lambridge. came over. No, 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 no. The uh, Polynesian expansion. Look at this guy go. Double jeopardy over here. I don't have to fact check it. That is very cool though, man. When you find out, again, just like, you know how we're wrong about everything? Or So the aliens build them boats? No, it probably has nothing to do with aliens. Oh, come on, man. What probably the has to do more with like human amazing ingenuity and that we were doing these amazing things thousands of years before they thought possible. Yeah, I didn't go there. He, I went more about how he talked about how hard Australians party, and it's so true. No, it, Australia is like Florida. <laughs> A whole country that's Florida, and they have an accent, and they play different sports. You know what fucked me up? I was, this is so weird. I was on the phone with an, I was FaceTiming an Australian yesterday. It never, ever dawned on me that um, when they go to school, their, their summer break starts in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all different. That totally fucked me up. I was, because she was like, yeah, it's, 
Don't forget it's winter down here. And I was like, but yeah, it, that's right. If you go up north, it gets to be that it never gets that cold. Um, Davos Group. You believe they exist? Yes. Well, they do exist, don't they? They but have are a name. They, are they sitting around plotting? I think that's all they do is rub their hands. They're just, it's just constant hand, always hand rubbing. If you're working, what's the connection to that? But I think it's just all the money, you know, you're going to be, I got to rub these money hands. Or you're wringing the blood out of them. Oh, there you go. Deep. Deep. Are there people sitting, making uh, big decisions? Yes. And you're just a number, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean. And they're not government officials. I think they, they work with government officials. So then let me ask you, how do you so explain... The That's they. Davos is they? I think it's like... I don't, know. I don't know if it's Davos or if that's just a name they've put on something. Like, So can you explain... And I actually expect an explanation. I'm not asking this as like a gotcha. I, I expect you to have one. <laughs> um, so how do you explain like a Jeff Bezos? How do I explain him? Like, I'm asking you, how do you explain him? As in, like, if there is a Davos group, right? Wouldn't their goal would be to never let someone attain yeah. that kind of wealth, assuming, right? Or do they just let a few well, fall they, through the cracks? They either made him. I or, assume this was. Or once he became what he was, which is probably more likely. He's then in the club. They get a hold of him somehow. They honeypot him. They get him so that they have something on him or. It would be way harder for them to make all these people, I guess is the point. Joe Rogan, to build him as a conduit but let me ask you the question. to the world would be very hard. But to wait until he becomes famous and then compromise him somehow but, seems a lot easier. Well, this is where I disagree with you because once someone has become successful, don't they normally have a great deal of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh Obligation to pass it on, help others. No, 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 no. Like uh, restraint. Like they're they're you know they're very uh, disciplined people in the sense that honey potting them might be very difficult. Like, okay, we'll use uh, we'll use Jeff Bezos as an example. Like, if he spends eighteen hours a day working on Amazon and that's all he fucking does for ten years. And he never fucks like he's not even on the internet. He doesn't even jerk off to porn. You know what I mean? Like he's you're, he's uncorruptible. You're right, Matt. They pro- you're probably right. They probably look for like morally corrupt people to begin with, and then build the narrative around them. Because I was gonna say like it's easier to find someone who's morally corrupt than to morally corrupt someone in the maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean know. money changes everything, obviously, but it would make more sense. And again, I'm not saying this about Joe Rogan, but let's take like uh, Bill Gates, okay? Because everybody hates Bill Gates. Mm -hmm. If Bill Gates was some guy who um, really just, you know... Well, that's why I didn't use him as an example. I wanted to use Bezos. Built something in his garage garage that changed the world. Um, It could be that he was like this kid, didn't change the world at all, was a morally corrupt guy... They just built this story around him, knowing the whole time that he... Now, this isn't what I think. This is to build this story, that he likes little boys. He's a pedophile. Okay. So they know that no matter what, this guy's a pedophile. Like, it's in his blood. We have him forever, because Mm -hmm. the second he gets famous, we're just going to say... Like, that's the unforgivable crime, right? Yeah. Being It used to be being gay. 
but that's not enough anymore. So yeah. in the olden days, they were able to be able to compromise people simply by being gay. Yeah. Now it's by being a pedophile. The one thing that you just can't get out there. Well, what else do people will never let you back from? Like yeah, they'll uh, let you yeah. back from everything except hurting well, children. Kamara's right. Bill Cosby's going on tour. The, they let hey. you back. They let you back from beating your wife. Yeah. They let Greg you Hardy back was fighting last night. from rape. Ask Kobe Bryant. Yep. Like everything, but you cannot come back from pedophilia. No. No one's climbed that hill yet. And I don't mean like you're a guy and you like 18 year old girl. This is real pedophilia. Yeah. You know? The gross stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Simon was Simon was making a hard disclaimer there. No, I, I was going to go totally off subject. Um, I don't know how we got here. What was the question? Uh, do you like young boys? Is there, are there people in the groups that are not elected that are getting together? And yeah, there, there has to be, Kamar. To make any of this make any sense, there ha it's not the politicians doing it because these people are fucking bumbling idiots. Well, that's always my argument to you guys with these conspiracies. I'm like, it can't be the government. They're fucking morons. Like, well, I refuse to believe. I heard Lex say the best thing uh, when he was talking to whoever. He's like, because he, he thinks Fauci's a good guy, which is fine. Like, he probably, who knows? But he's like, why do they make themselves look so shady? Like, if you're controlling the narrative, these are your news networks, the, like, you're running the show. Why do you come off being so untrustable? I think a minority sees what you see, and then it's mathematic after that. Huh? You see it as sketchy, but other people think it's like, yeah, that's what they're supposed to be. Well, I think also it's weird when you're like, you know, like a, a lot of these super smart guys are like Asperger's. They don't, they can't talk in a fucking... Not everyone's any keeping their eyes open. <laughs> Not everyone's keeping their eyes open. He talked about uh, supply chain issues. Yeah. And that's a problem because there was a time when we had stuff on our own. Or we made stuff here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've heard a guy talking about how when Tiananmen Square happened, China was freaking out. Mm -hmm. America and then agreed, look, you'll start making our stuff for cheap. We'll help you move on from this. Because they killed like 4,000 people in a night. Yeah. And uh, or did they? Or did they? And then that's the root of globalization. Like this is a great thing. Everything could be cheap, and now, now we are where a we couple are. chips are behind. A uh, boat gets stuck in a canal, and everything starts to feel a crush. Well, that whole port shutdown was the real big one. I've heard some issues that there's even livestock, like cows on boats and stuff. You know what I mean? That are dying. Dude, I told you. I I, I read this whole Reddit thread when that boat was stuck in the Suez Canal. This guy was like, I bought all these rare French bunnies and they're on that boat. And he's like, they don't have enough feed to make it. He was like, I just lost like $50,000 worth of French bunnies. Like how, how ridiculous is that? That's savage too. But we hope that we become more self-sufficient moving forward, especially after this pandemic. Well, uh, we haven't at all. I was just going to say, like we're probably worse. Hey, I said, we hope, we hope. It's pathetic. Even a year after this whole thing, they were still talking about not having enough beds and not having, like you... Hey, man, I have hope. I have we, hope. Get water to I'm First Nations. It. No, man, that, you're the guy who's saying Justin Trudeau's the best. He is the best. Ugh. We have right now. Uh, the best might, we have right now. He mentioned the Georgia Guidestones. He did give us free pot. Yeah. 
That's true. Legal. Not free. Legal. Legal. He mentioned, legal. He mentioned the Georgia, uh, Georgia Guidestones. Guide he did. And a listener we know went there and sent us photos on the Reddit. No way. Yeah. They sent a video. That's fucking cool. I know it's cool. That's why I was I so it bummed. I, I commented. I wish we had stickers. Yeah. That, oh, that would have been. Oh, very cool. you're 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 in the queue. Um, long distance. What does that mean? Of all the people we owe for all, all the cool things they do. What a scam Shout long distance is. Well, we used to pay long distance. They were just talking about the... the yeah. And uh, it's just gone now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now we pay data charges. So aren't we they just getting fucked else, in yeah. a different way and calling it something yeah, else? Getting, and you're like, yeah, free long distance. We're getting a lot more for a fucking... Kamar, what's crazy is if you go back far enough, imagine, remember calling the operator? Imagine having to do that. How much that costs? Like the no, no, I'm just saying. That. No, no, no. Well, no. Remember, you had to call. Like, if you wanted to make a call, you picked up the phone, yeah, and I a re- woman was there. Like, I remember the. Oh yeah, I remember rotary. And the fact too. that you could have a machine that click click clacked, and it would think it's dialing. Yeah, like, this guy is cool, man. I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> he mentioned uh, BlackBerry. Remember when everyone had a BlackBerry? Yeah, like they were on Law and Order. Everything at the height of their stock, they were 121 dollars. And guess what they are today? I know what they are today. I own it. Oh. <laughs> I own some BlackBerry. I didn't buy it at two hundred. I know thirteen dollars. It's eleven seven. It's eleven US. Oh, sorry, pardon me. Um, what I was gonna say is that just goes Wait, to show seven? you seven. No, it's not seven. It was seven today. Dude, I'll pull it up right now. It just goes to show you though. You remember when BlackBerry was just everywhere? Like it's a tour de force. You know what I mean? And now they're <laughs> they take the table scraps from. Um, it's eleven seventy nine. Apple, Canadian or U.S. U.S. Okay, so it's twelve dollars. Yeah, its lowest was seven dollars. I think. I think it might have gone up. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Why does Apple get a free pass? They made so much cash, actual <laughs> hardcore cash. No, but like everybody's like, uh, Microsoft's the worst. Bill Gates, blah blah blah. No, Apple would be the biggest. Um, like they infiltrated everyone because they got bitch slapped when they put the YouTube album on everyone, and they've just backed away, and they don't try to get involved in anything. That's my theory. No, but if if any of these companies was like, uh, well, they've caught a lot of flack for their CIA their factories in China. Oh, see, uh, no, it's because they're actually pretty good at trying to maintain your privacy. That's what they tell you. Like, what the fuck do we really? This is this is well, what I, I mean. Okay, fine. According to the media, they wouldn't give the fucking password to that guy's phone. Or they wouldn't tell them how to get they've into it. They made the right moves. They're all about image and design, and they've done it well. They don't have a dork like Bill Gates. I, I, I'm throwing noodles at the wall. I mean, Simon, I'll say this. If I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for you, if you look at Apple's history, you could argue that they were maybe infiltrated by... Because they had rough, t- they had re- they were big for a while, and then they hit super rough times, and I mean super fucking Apple. rough times. Yes, Apple came on very hard oh, times, and, and Steve Jobs would be the perfect fucking plant. Well, and then don't forget, and then they pulls they, them out, and then once they introduce the iPhone, it's over. Then when they didn't need him anymore, cancer. I've heard other theories that he just uh, went full on herbalist uh, remedies and avoided certain traditional like chemotherapy or whatever, which may have. Saved him had he gone it earlier, but he thought he knew the way. So maybe it's just his fault. No one took him out. Interesting. Another thing they're trying to block on YouTube. Uh, Maceton just sounds like mines. What's Maceton? What are you talking about? He was saying these posts, Mastodon and mines is just like, there's no real algorithm. Mastodon. Mastodon. Yeah, ma- oh yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. 
He also said Hollywood is dead. Sorry, can we back up for one second? Yeah, we got to move on soon. We've Matt said it earlier, like, turn away from Twitter. Why is anybody still using Twitter? They're so obviously a and corrupt alter- fucking organization. There, there are alternatives. Nobody turns to them. Nope. Nobody. Because none of the big people will turn away. Everybody else, like, they go where it's cool to go. But guess what? The big people will leave as soon as all of us leave. Because once the likes dry up and once the advertising money dries up, they're gone too. So it's, it starts with us. That's so, what I'm saying. This so, like. No, it when starts are, with kids. That's why when you guys yeah, are like, not, I, we need to us. regulate them. I'm like, fuck regulating them. We can all just walk away and they'll change their ways. Yeah, but that's like when people say, oh yeah, the market will work itself out, you know? I mean, maybe. Or maybe things just get really fucking shitty, you know? How he, many more you got there? Come he, on. Agreed me, he agreed with me that Hollywood is dead. And that's why they have to bow down to China because they're, they're the only place that make money. Like, they're not making money here. Maybe they'll be just be for China, but... But I... No, I think I don't think it's that they're not making money here. I think it's that they realize they're bowing to China because they realize there was ten times the market over there. Well, his contention was they're not selling movies over here. They have to. That's why. Well, it's a tough time during LeBron COVID James, to say that. Uh, Space Jam's coming out. Uh, Fast and Furious. That's why he, he couldn't say Taiwan. Anyways, it's all his theories. Um, I thought it was interesting. He. You sorta, don't think TV's dead? You don't think Hollywood? That's like. I think it it's is. just. Now with the everything, movies are not going to go away. No. So no, Hollywood's not dead. You think so? Your your argument, both of you, is that twenty years from now, no films will be made. No, no, no I just don't think There'll it has the movies. same it power. It won't be Hollywood. Used to, you He's know? like awards show the Oscars. It's not like a bunch of young people all of a sudden get into it. It's just going to fade away. I mean, or yeah, maybe again, movies, maybe it just there does won't be a cyclical. A, there thing might not and be comes back strong. Who knows? There might not be awards shows anymore, and I'm fine with that. But there will definitely still be major people and movie th- like. Companies putting stories out stories will be told, but I think it's going to be just become way more independent. And again, like you're arguing that TV is going away, Netflix isn't going anywhere. No, no, no. Series yeah. will be made. Yeah, yeah, they'll just be made for streaming shows. Yeah, but that's of still Hollywood. Networks. But okay, but cable networks like was that Hollywood to you? I mean, that's what that's. It's kind of a weird like what my, is Hollywood? My thing is Hollywood was stars, but now the stars are so accessible, you can just have your own fandom of. YouTubers or TikTokers or whatever. Like, I don't give Before a... Before movie stars or music stars were the only ones you could, like, adore. Me, personally, I don't really give a fuck, like, whether a movie star is in a series, as long as it's a good series, you know? Okay. Like, what, they can continue to make good let me shit just, without... Let me give you an example, though. It doesn't matter how many fucking TikTok followers you have, how much money you make on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of them still, and I don't care how old they are, the pinnacle is still being in a film. All of them. Do yeah, you make your own film true. and then it's just being a director, a producer? I mean, maybe that happens. Who knows, man? I don't know. I'm don't just know. saying, I don't see that going away. That's still like, trust me, if you asked any TikTok star right now, would you like to be in this major motion picture? Well, with it's inter- true. Just ask uh, Dobrin or whatever the they, fuck his they, name they is. They ask them though to be in their picture so people will watch What's it. his name? No, Jeff- I, I guess, I guess Jeffrey- the reason why Hollywood could be the final nail would be AI actors. It's way cheaper. But, but even then, but isn't that... Voices, they're talking about the voice. Um, anyways, we got to move on. But yeah, what is Hollywood? Hollywood is a place where all these people gather. And if there aren't these people anymore, and you don't need a like um, 
suck people's dicks to get into movies, then Hollywood ceases to exist, right? But people still, I mean, again, people still go to LA as like a, you know, all these fucking video game kids. They're all, all these TikTok houses, a lot of them are in LA. So it's still like a, a hub of this sort of shit. Like the entertainment industry still lives in LA. You would right. agree? Yeah, right, exactly. So that's kind of uh, what I'm saying. In Atlanta. Like, it just doesn't happen New York to be City, movies anymore. Maybe Austin now, Miami. Okay, I wouldn't say the in, the entertainment industries live in any of those cities. Maybe New York, maybe back in the day. I, I just feel like Miami's stolen some thunder at this time. We'll see. We'll see moving forward. Um, finally, just endearing stereotypes. You know what he was talking about? Being from Jersey and like, if if a guy in the neighborhood had a limp, you call him limpy or whatever, but it wasn't like, it wasn't to hurt his feelings or whatever. It was just more inclusive. Like we we do it amongst our friends. Yeah, but you don't know that down that you don't know that that guy doesn't hate Limpy and being called Limpy. No, I, I've grown up with all my friends calling each other out for their shortcomings and stuff, and it's just been yeah, not a problem. No, I agree. <laughs> I don't mean to single out, but it just seems like. But then I'm sure if, I'm sure terrifying. if we turn the mics off, the three of us could probably point out three to five people that actually didn't fare very well in life and probably caught the brunt of like some shit. Because they're bullied or just... Well, that was the thing with nicknames. They were either good or they were bad. Yeah. You better fucking hope that you caught a good one. Yeah. Or that your last name was catchy. Mm. Well, it's a yesteryear. And I I wonder if all his listeners are two steps away from being an incel. Adam Curry's? He appeals to a lot of older women. I think there's a lot of guys listening to this podcast. You don't listen to it? I've listened to episodes. I'll listen to his one talking about what happened on this one for his assessment. You know what, though, Kamar? I never know. Because I never in my wildest dreams thought like anyone in their 20s would listen to two fucking 40-year-olds and my dumb ass sit here and talk. And it happens. So it's a lot of girls. But he is definitely adamant that it's um, more user-supported than advertising. Just for the fear of censorship. Although he for sure said, if you're trying to make a living, you should... Do it that way. Yeah. Not be at the... Um, never have somebody be able to take you down. Be uncancelable. Uncancelable. And he's providing all the, the tools to do it. But he obviously has a lot of people who are in his group. Yeah, well, he's been... He's he's a god of... He gets nothing but respect. This is, this is what I'm saying. Rated, boys. I give it a four. I, I give it a four as well. I give it a four as well. We have an agreement. Just to get that agreement, I was actually going to give I it a four. I smashed my fucking elbow as I did that too. And I only think he got to say half of what he wanted to. He usually does. Yeah. All right, well, let's get on to the last one. 1680. I think the biggest rock star has ever been on the show to date. <laughs> is he though? I would say Miley Cyrus Can is Can you name one of his songs? Um, yeah. Come on down, little happiness and ever got to be something. Isn't that them? Than in the middle. In the middle. The incinerator. Put it all. It's one headlight. No, but then he had that. one headlight. Yeah, that's them, right? And Is that Sixth the wallflower? No, he's yeah. the wallflower. Okay, and he had one huge hit back no. in the day. No, yes. that's it. That's it. No, 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 no. That's the no, hit. no, no, no. It's not. Hold on. That's the I'm hit. gonna tell you what his hit is. Are we forgetting that his last name is Dylan though, and that no, it's no. Bob Dylan's son? He grew up the same as everyone else. <laughs> I mean, I would normally come at this one spoil brat syndrome, but 
I think, uh, listen, I actually enjoyed this episode. I thought it was going to be terrible. He was super down to earth. I thought it was a good conversation. I enjoyed There's a couple issues, though. Um, I guess how old he is? Uh, 56. Oh, he can't be that old. He's 44. He's 51. Wow. I guess how much he's worth? Uh, is Bob Dylan still alive? Yes, he is. Yes. Uh, he is worth... $56 million. Same as his age. 32 mil. 40 million. He did We're a, just right in the middle. You can name one it. song. You can name one song and you're going to look for a hit that you're never going to find. It's <laughs> Love at 6th Avenue. There was a time when he was talking about... Um, do you think Joe knows any of his songs? God, no. I, I, God, no. At no point did he ever ask... He's like, what's your favorite song? Well, they're all songs. Whatever. I don't care. Like... I mean, let's not forget when Freddie Gibbs, like Freddie Gibbs called him on that. Remember when he was like, I was listening to music today on the treadmill and Freddie was like, oh yeah, what song? And he was like, Freddie Gibbs Essentials on Spotify. You know, like he, of course he doesn't know any of his songs. All that artistry talk though, it just fell flat on me because like w w when he was talking about how, um, you know, sometimes you just write a song and you don't, you can't, it just appears. Like, what song was that? <laughs> like he had a catalog. I'll say this. When he was like, sometimes you write a song that you think is going to be the hit, and then it's uh, it's just a song that you thought was a throwaway. And I was like, buddy, I can't think of any of your songs, so which, they all are throwaways. Which like, song is that? Yeah, I guess. you only had one hit. Or like, um, yeah, sometimes bands break up. Yeah, is your band together? Nope. Well, what yeah. happened? <laughs> it just They just stopped there. Like, how'd you break up? How'd it come apart? He knew all the answers, but he talked about a guy who knew about the rock star life. Is the Adam Duritz a bigger rock star than Jacob Dylan? I don't see this as his name. The lead singer of the Counting Crows. It's got to be. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, listen, Mr. Jones is arguably a bigger song than whatever the fuck <laughs> we just And he's said. definitely fucked more sitcom stars. That's Whoa, for sure. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know. Jacob Dylan's hit the town. Yeah, I was going to say, this guy's he's probably slinging some dick. He he's probably got some stories. Sitcom yeah. stars, my friend. Sitcom stars. Dude, this is Bob Dylan's Adam son. Adam Duritz had a very... Particular. Talking about Bob Dylan's son. This guy probably got folk Same pussy circles. for like. 1992 is when his album came out. I bet he's been married what, since he was like. Really? 22. Fuck, I'm old. You think he's been married since he was 22? Been with the same girl, faithful as all. No, I bet yeah. he's been slinging dick in that Firebird for the last decade and a half. I, I agree with you, though. He's super down to earth. I cannot find. Because it did doesn't seem, exist. Didn't song. he two songs? He seemed like oddly down to earth for. And again, I wasn't going to call him a rock star, but for being Bob Dylan's son. Yes. Yeah. Well, you have to be. But maybe that's what made him down to earth, um, living in your dad's shadow. A lot of L.A. talk. Oh, okay. So do you think at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, and then here goes. <laughs> Go ahead. They said, we're just not going to talk about my dad. Like, or the wallflowers break it up. Or famous. any of the songs I've written. <laughs> or how I write. <laughs> he, he but said, honestly, that's what made this podcast good, to be honest. Because I, I in my head, I'm like, so. I'm like, I don't want to hear Joe talk about music. <laughs> and I don't want to hear this asshole talk I about fucking so. music. I think so. Oh I think so. God. Yeah. I think so. I was happy oh for everything God. you just said. But he said, he said right before, he said, we, now we talked before the show, you're not on social media. This sort of dispels Joe's narrative that we just walk. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. We don't know what you're talking about, but we know we're not going to talk about is what he should say when he goes on. Uh, we should be prepare ourselves for traffic to be back. Go on phase three in like six days. 
I told you it was coming back. It's going to be a drastic change. Can I ask you another question real quick? Yeah. Uh, going back, do you... I want to know if Joe brought up his dad. Do you think he would have Billy Bob Thornton him? I don't know that reference. Remember when he was on Gian Gomeshi's show? And he was like, I told you not to bring that up in the pre... Yeah, I mentioned he, that. Like he, oh, Billy Bob Thornton's in a band. Yeah. And that's all he wants to talk about. He's there to he's and there to promote nothing but the album. And if I'm brought up as a movie star in even the fucking slightest, well, I'm going to call you out as you a think, rapist. Who do you think me to Gian? Oh, yeah, it was Billy Bob Thornton, Billy for, Bob sure. for sure. Yeah, 100%. If you mention Angelina Jolie, I am going to stab you with this vial yeah. of blood that happens to be Angelina Jolie's. <laughs> Call me Chrissy again. <laughs> and I think anybody else would have just done it. Would have just tied their hands and done the interview. But Gian Gamesh is a douche, obviously. Yeah. Call me Chrissy again. <laughs> um, Nobody will get that, but it's someone's. Very, it's someone's going to get that if you got it. Someone's going to get it. funny. War. Uh, Dean Del Rey. Yeah, Dean Del Rey. He's an interesting little piece of work, eh? He makes <laughs> me feel like I could still do it. Of course. That's got one, one in a million. But it, he said, Joe thinks it's a big risk. He was like at the end of his rope with bands and like DJing. He, I mean, it was just a natural progression. It wasn't like he took it. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get a real job like, here. I got like, <laughs> what, what he was yeah. doing was what ha- what, What's whatever. at the end of this rope? I mean, it feels like it would be harder to put yourself out there for that kind of ridicule at that age than when you're young. No, but he's already been really killing bands for 20 years. I actually disagree. I think it's easier to be... He met Prince. Well, that was an interesting story because I know that Prince plays those after parties. Do you know that Prince played at Oliver's? Yes, I do. Isn't that crazy? Every every show he does, he goes to some... Was he Prince or was he a symbol? I believe... Ooh, I believe this, it was. I'd like him to be referred to correctly. Okay, my apologies. His best quote, though, the artist is, formerly known as Prince. Yeah. I'm not in the record business. You're in the record business. Yeah, that was amazing. I'm in the making music business. Yeah. That's the best answer of all time. I love him. Um, so he was sort of on to promote his um, documentary. His, his old hit. About Laurel Canyon between 65 and 66, just those years. It, it could only be. Jimmy Hendrix? No, not Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> It was so. It, it would have been good if he had been so like. It would have been good if he had looked at him and been like, "Jimmy Hendrix was there." You know, like, <laughs> Jimmy who? Yeah, what? Jody Mitchell, not Jody Mitchell. No, that was a different Imagine time. We didn't do a movie Jimmy on that. Hendrix was? No, if he said like Jimmy Hendrix was there, he 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 tears the whole fucking. Yeah, whatever. But the coolest thing is that he and then kills himself on camera on air. Just it, was, to, it was basically uh, the birds in Buffalo Springfield, Crosby, Stills, Nash, just a super group. That's it. How they broke up. That's it. No That's one else. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no one else. Carol King, no, Joe. You don't understand. But he mentioned his- Janice Joplin, no. There's a book about how all those kids are offspring of military and royalty. Yes. And there was some fucking crazy shit going on in Laurel Canyon. Amongst other years, they just like no, five after that year, apparently. That year, clean. Every year after that, CIA run. I think he was right that it should be the guy who did the Civil War- he dropped his name to do the documentary of Laurel Cannon. Like it'd be a twenty-five parter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, seriously, Laurel Canyon is like a whole fucking Manson thing where it opens up this like can of worms, and then you end up at um, and porn too. You right? end up CIA. taking down the Berlin Wall and fucking writing hit songs and that's, pornography as well, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, all sorts of shit. Everything's though. up in there. The doors, even. Hold maybe. on. Let's not nope. throw. Let's not throw pornography. 66. Let's not throw pornography under the bus anywhere. Okay. He said, "Why was why were they all good at music?" And Jacob Dylan said, 
I would imagine just, I'm sorry. One, one thing to Matt, I would imagine that anything good is subject to scrutiny. Fine. Yes. Go on. Come on. Laurel Canyon. See, he said, Joe asked him, why, why was everyone, the music so good? And he said, no bad influences. They were just, it was just cool music. So imagine what is going to spurn from, say, a Takashi 6 9 Like You know what I mean? Like, this is what's happened. There's still good music being made and bad influence, influence influences. Uh, shudder to think, eh? Shudder to think. Well, you'll get like a Takashi 1069. I think they might be a little more uh, crafty than that. Whatever jumps your head. I just thought that was interesting where we've gone to. First rock star. They were talking about Joe said 50s. I think Amadeus. Mozart Amadeus was probably the first rock star. Or or Beethoven. I don't know. Ish, if you could. You know what I mean? I think this is the thing. I don't think you can be a rock star in a time where no one knows definitively what you look like. Or it's at least or tougher. what rock is for that matter. Well, yeah, I guess that's another thing. <laughs> Music star. But like if anyone can just roll into a town and be like, "Yeah, I'm Amadeus." I guess they have to back it up with the piano. Like that's the first exactly. thing is like sit at the fucking piano. I like the Sugar Man stuff because that story's insane. If it's true, well, Jake, I, like I, I don't, I know nothing to say. Like I think it's true as me. I mean, I saw the documentary. It he, seemed none he, of it seemed made up. He just worked a job and he gave all the money away. It's it's almost weird, but I hope that's true. I mean, imagine, Kamar, if you, like, found out that you were huge in, like, Uganda right now. Like, someone had hacked your old phone and that, like, made... You would see, like, a comically cartoon cloud of dust as Kamar made his way to the airport. <laughs> Sometimes I think we're huge in South Korea, man. It's <laughs> just, like, signs and people protesting to try to get us in the country. That's what Korea does. They just convince lonely podcasters that they're famous over there. North Korea, you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I think for musicians, death is is often a good thing. Yeah, I think most musicians are just like, I can't wait to kick the bucket. This will be Hear great. Me out. What? Okay. They talk about Buddy Holly. He's only around for like three years, and then he died in a plane crash. Okay. With the Big Bapa and Richie Valens, who starred in La Bamba. And that's the movie game for today. You do. You've seen La Bamba. You're just old na, enough. Na, 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 I have oh, I know Lou Diamond Phillips oh. is in it. Wait, that introduced the world. Well, I haven't seen La Bamba. Phillips. Sorry. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> you wanted to do La Bamba? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It came out in like it's, 83. That is a fucking crazy. No, it did it. I that's it a up. crazy movie. When did do. it come no, out? No. Can I guess? Yeah. yeah. I was uh, 12 years old when La Bamba came out. So do the math. 77. <laughs> No, it's 1987, actually, is the answer. Oh, okay. Guess how much it cost to make? So I was off by two years. I mean, I haven't seen it, so just throwing a number out, uh, $6 million. It cost uh, $12 million. It cost $5 million. Mm. Now, guess how much it made at the box office? Um, $42 million. No, that's way too high. Either way, I said too it. high. Yeah, I don't know it the movie. Have I haven't lot. seen it. I'm gonna say uh, 65 million. 56 million, yeah. and that was the bastardized version of a movie game. No, that cannot be the movie. Think, no, of course I didn't it can't hit the be button. The movie it can't be the movie. Never seen it, yeah. but I yeah. was sure. Like, everyone knows Lumba. 
I am aware of the cultural reference. Like I said, Were I know you Lou say Diamond. Labada? Yeah. Labada? The forbidden the Everyone knows La- Everyone Everybody knows Labada. La- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think you're just pleading like, no, no. Oh, well, that's definitely the movie game. Hold on. Hold on. So Labada, ar- the forbidden stop. dance. Your argument is that a movie that came out when I was three, I'm faking having not seen it <laughs> just to not do it in the movie game. Have, is have that you seen you? Stand By Me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that came out way before that. You, you end up Stand by it. me came out before that. Yeah, really? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Let's just stand by me. <laughs> Fine, Let's we'll just stand, stand by, by me. Movie me The movie game, where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out. How much it cost to make it, how much it made at the box office. This year was going to do Lumbaba, but Matt says he's never seen it. But I think with the hypnotist, we find out you did. But we got to which movie comes before, and we came up with Stand By Me. I wanted to guess, I don't know. A classic tale of growing up. I choose to go second. I choose you to go first. Directed by Rob Reiner. Yes. Written by... Bruce Stephen Evans King. and no, it was adapted on a book. By yeah, King. yeah. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, starring Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Recipes, Corey Feldman, Jerry O'Connell, and Kiefer Sutherland. A fat Jared O'Connell. He, I think he Jerry. Fared, he fared out the best of everyone. Jerry O'Connell by far, right? Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, no. Jerry O'Connell. He was in uh, Jerry Maguire. What about um, who else was in it? Will Wheaton, Will Star Wheaton Trek. did the best. <laughs> Will Wheaton became like a super famous, uh, he was on... Um, He's like a Magic of the Gathering guy. Yeah. yeah. What super famous fucking year the, did the this movie come world. out? Sweet Jesus. I have an idea. Do you? Yeah, it's one year or another. It's either... Yeah, that's usually how it is, yeah. One year before or one year after. I mean, Kamar got me all fucked up with the pre thing being like, oh, it had to come out way before that. But so. he didn't even check that. Did you, Kamar? No, he had no idea. I said it was just a whim. All right. I'm going to pick. I picked a year. Go. I said my birth year, 83. And I said 86. 1986. Whoa. <laughs> We're in play, as Cuomo would say. <laughs> Things are happening right I now. I said it was either one year before or one year after. Um, the stupid movie he wanted us to but do. But I was, was I was that. right. My point stands as well. What? You have seen La Baba. You just don't remember it. By the same rationale that you've seen Stand By Me. It's, it's a classic. No, but Stand By Me, I can remember parts of Stand By Me. I don't I remember seeing La Bamba. So it's you're acting... Somewhat so, forgettable. So you're saying if I saw it as a four-year-old and totally wiped it out of my memory... That still stands? Yes. Okay. Well, Kamara's <laughs> off the movie game forever from now on. I'm editing him no, out no, of this thing completely. No, obviously doesn't. We've stepped past it, but everyone's seen LaBamba. Stand by me. Um, stand by me. Okay. I'm... I'm ready for the uh, budget. <laughs> I, dude, I have no fucking idea. I guess I'm going to go. Uh... All right, I'm ready. 
You go first, Simon, since you're the only one in play, as Kamar says. Fucking bitch. I should have said anything, eh? I mean, he would know, obviously, but he's trying way too hard. Okay, well, fine. I'll go first. I said 10.4 to make and 74 million at the box office. And I said 13 to make and 79 at the box office. 8 million to make, 52 at the box office. I had eight written down right there. Fucking fuck. And how much? 52? 13, 79. You got it. What was it? 13 and 79? It's the first win. No, 52.3. And eight. Fuck. Either way, I was out of that one. And that's the movie game. I think I'm, you know what? I'm in total protest. Kamar just wants me to lose. That's how this, that's no what's way. going on here. Yeah, the whole I, thing's rigged. I assumed everyone whole thing who's is rigged. worth anything has seen La Bamba. The I assume Bomber, anyone who's worth anything, anything has seen knew, La Bamba. You knew, you knew, I would have thought knew. that you would have seen La Bamba too, but it was to what we were talking about last week, Mac, how there's not that much of an age group, age difference between us all, but they're like... But that it's a it's a meaningful years, one, you know. Yeah, because when Cause you, if you were, saw that when you were nine, I was nine or ten, and you were fucking two or three. Yeah, I was like, floating around on my dad's nuts. You know? Yeah, I I meant no uh, no offense by it. Well, we'll see next week. Uh, we all like Guns N' Roses. Next week should be a movie that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we all like Guns N' Roses. Yes, we don't love them. Whatever, I like them. Yeah, you, you they have some fucking hits, of course. Big dude. part of my nuts? childhood for sure. And so they were talking about how it was Poison, Rat, Motley Crue. So the yeah, hair, Roses hair rock, yeah, was the pinnacle, and then it switched to Nirvana grunge. Yeah, the grunge Pearl Jam came Nirvana. out the same year. This guy's album came out, <laughs> but that was also kind of when rap really hit like well, its stride. This is what they said. What else was going on there? And it was like, hello, yeah, NWA, all this Dude, shit. Ninety, like, like you could argue Jacob ninety. Dylan, I don't even realize that ninety-two to ninety-four was arguably the best two years in rap, like without a fucking doubt. The CIA threw out a lot of fucking fishing lines <laughs> that year. Here we go. Year, and they, hit, and they, just, they were knocking them out of the park. And hit a lot yeah. of fucking home runs. Can the you CIA, draw, can, they can flow. They can you, got... I'm can just you draw saying, a connection with Courtney Love? With Courtney Love? CIA? I mean, well, Kurt she Cobain. said that she was... Uh, a slut? Yeah. Wasn't, didn't she say she was part of like MK Ultra or something? She's a fucking psycho. I think his best line was, there's no intoxicant like nostalgia. Oh, I like that. That is good. I always bring for, you you know what I mean? You'd rather listen to a song you know than a good song that you haven't heard before. Comforting. You're talking about, (laughs) I don't know any of your songs, man. Like, he's just touring on the same material. He has one song that I really like. I just don't know the name of it, and I couldn't tell you what it's called. Have either of you ever seen Jim Carrey accepting his award for Man on the Moon at the MTV Movie Awards? Dressed as uh, Jim Morrison? No, it's good though, isn't it? It's fucking incredible. He's better in character than a person. He walks up smoking a cigarette. He sings like a Jim Morrison lyric. And then he looks out of the crowd and he goes, I just got to say, there's a lot of fine pussy in here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Only he was being like legit and not acting. Fucking incredible. Joe explains why he has a deep love for Kiss, and it's the cutest story ever. He met Ace Freely yes, yes. without makeup yeah. when he's nine years old. It's like, it was like that was the guy that tried to jerk him off. <laughs> no, Ace was too cool for that. But it's no, like, it wasn't even Ace. He just, he, he just a lookalike. He felt like he met Peter Parker. Yeah, and not like 
Of course, kids are going to be the coolest thing in the room. It's so interesting that um, Ace Did you ever meet any idols when you were young? Or like anyone like famous that you kind of like were bugging out on? We've definitely done this before. Yeah, but... Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, I'm really sorry. Just only because I remember my answer. What was yours? Allen Ginsberg. Okay. Remember? Okay, yeah. Signed my notebook. Yeah. Or not my notebook, my copy of Howl. Mm-hmm. Was it? No, it was my notebook. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. It was. It was my notebook. Okay. Great, good. I remember. Go ahead. When asked what he does is leisure time, you he watches documentaries and reads books. Imagine just being able to do whatever you wanted yeah. and never... I believe he does other stuff. <laughs> no, but just imagine money's not an issue. Well, actually, uh, what do you do, Kamar? I do when I sleep. What do you do? I paint. No, I mean, that's what you do if money's not an issue? If you just keep on an, painting? No, money's not an issue, I'm in Austin right now. Cracking skulls. Bouncing up to New York City and around. Okay. This is what I want to know. One of two things are true. Either Joe is trying to push somebody into starting some sort of podcast where you discover new music, or he wants to start said podcast. No? Where you discover new music? Yeah, he's, that's like what he talks about when the rock stars come on. How come there's no place like his show for music? Because they got the Napster and they're talking about YouTube music, like, don't they get money too? And it, it, this guy's too far removed. No, I think he... Hold on, I disagree. He, he I think should have he, mentioned SoundCloud as something. Here's the interesting thing. I will say this. As an artist who grew up with Bob Dylan as his dad, I thought he had a very interesting take on how the industry works and how the model just could not go on. Because he, he was just... His point was like, you can't afford... You yourself can't afford $100 worth of music like a week, a month. What, you know what I mean? Like, that's just... That's not an attainable like yeah, for you purchase hard copy yeah he was like listen mp3s are not as great obviously like sound wise but he also made a great point he's like i can't bring my record player on a hike with me like that's fucking ridiculous it really is like the best i mean i wish they had gotten a little deeper into some stuff because does he must be aware how many like doors were open for him and how he didn't have the normal he literally said i don't like, know what all these people are like the big bad record companies yeah no one where, wanted to piss bob dylan's son off well, yeah that's i know exactly what, what i was thinking nuts, i was like dude. of yeah. course they were Put your nice fucking head out of your you. ass jacob so uh, yeah it was i'm I might have to rethink my whole well that too when he was like there's a lot of snakes in the industry i have a feeling that was people that like we're probably like, this guy only made it because he's fucking Bob Dylan's son. You know, I mean, again, I'll give him credit. Like, I don't think he had a hit just because he was Bob Dylan's son. Do you? No, I remember. He might have gotten there because of I that. I wish but I could remember his hit because I remember it being very good. It's but called One Headlight for fuck's sake. Yeah, you, what is it though? How does it go? We just did it. Me and Cinderella. No, that's a different song. That's called One Headlight. Sixth that was Avenue. Hit. Love on Sixth Avenue is the other one. There's the only ones I could say, ah, I've heard that before. It doesn't matter. He, he was talking about like he's like some sort of prolific songwriter. Yes. He's yes. not. Of course not. You, you know who Ed Sheeran is? Yes. He is prolific. Like he writes all the hits. Like, it's just, this guy says, you just can't do that. It's like, yeah, he, actually you can. People are doing it. Okay, but. Sustaining for long times because he's saying like, yeah, but I agree with that. But do you actually think that Ed Sheeran, what he writes as far as hits are like substantial compared to what used to be? You know what I mean? Like lyrically. There, he writes for like Justin Bieber and all these okay, artists. Like, I rest my case. There's a substantial on the culture. like. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's good music. Like my point is like. But he ain't no so, Bob Dylan. Let's put it that way. He's the next best thing to Bob Dylan. Ed Sheeran. 
I heard him tell a story that he. This is where sixteen-year-old Kamara is coming out. No, like, listen to his early stuff, man. He's really good. Ed Sheeran, just an acoustic guitar. No, That's no, no. we're talking about lyrics. We're talking about songwriting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, amazing. Really? Really? Like you really? See, I, can't, I can't buy. You really? see him in yesterday? I can't buy. It. Like poetic, like Bob Dylan. Absolutely. Really? Yes. With nuanced lyrics. Yes. And like a really cool point of view. Yes. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I do not buy For this. For real. You've never heard a song, A-Team? No. Like okay. th- that redhead guy. That redhead guy. Amazing songwriter. Really cool. Really cool guy. Yeah, like for like 15-year-old girls. I don't know. Like that's his target audience. Well, yeah. I, wonder, I mean, maybe I'm too old. I maybe w- I don't understand. I, no. wonder, I wonder who the wall. Like you just compared to him to Bob Dylan in songwriting. No, Jacob Dylan. No, no, no. I said Bob yeah, he Dylan. Said Bob. I said he's like a Bob Dylan. Yeah, that's no, no, no. <laughs> I said <laughs> he started out playing an acoustic, I think, classical string guitar. He now does crazy dance music. Bob Dylan used to play acoustic guitar. Then he went to electric guitar. Everyone said he's the worst. That's not crazy dance music. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ed Sheeran is a is a tour de force in the songwriter. You saw yesterday, right? I don't know yesterday. The problem with the problem here, I get what we're having is that Kamar. It's all about success and hits for him. So that's what he's equating to. He's saying Ed Sheeran has. All the success, therefore, he is a good songwriter. Correct. I think this. I think Jacob Dylan would have acknowledged him, but he's more like it's hard writing songs. You know, it's hard putting albums together. But to, for other people, it's not. And they're just like. But you just named one. I mean, I think it is. You cannot lot. compare the Wallflowers to like Guns N' Roses. All these Nirvana. Uh, Nirvana was, came out and Wallflowers came uh, out. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Do you honestly, can you think of... Nirvana's got more hits. Can you Fine. Can you think of a Nirvanic like, song right now, the lyrics top to bottom that you're like, oh, yeah. Smells like Teen Spirit. How does it go? Uh, no more will I, something like that. Did you did just did picked did the did hardest song in the I world was just to say. remember off the top of your head. I don't even understand the point. You That's listen, my point. You listen okay, to but, A-Team and but, tell me, no, oh, no, 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 he's no, not but, a good songwriter. Then no, I'll, but come on. What I'm saying is, is I'm not talking about Ed Sheeran, but like you just used a perfect example of what I was saying. Just because Smells Like Teen Spirit was a hit doesn't mean that it's like a lyrically intelligent song or a well-written song. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. Is like you can make, just listen, Bad Baby has hits. Do you think she's a, an intelligent songwriter? She's not have like... Ed Sheeran has Grammys. Like I understand, but I'm, I'm just using the for everybody. He's he's like I don't know what the lyric is. Go to Ed Sheeran. You really have to listen to him. He was on Hot Wings. He's a really cool guy. Like he's a really. Cool I'm not guy. trying to hate Ed Sheeran. I'm well, yeah, I sort of. Because he makes little girls music. I'm telling you, he's an amazing artist for the ages. I, the only reason I know Ed Sheeran, and the, that's the reason I said this, is because my daughter used to listen to him when she was little. He's good. So, he's good. Like that's who my son doesn't listen to Ed Sheeran. He's not cool like that. Give him a listen. Kamar. He's an amazing. Like my son does also doesn't listen to Bieber because he's not really cool. He's an either. amazing songwriter. Songs with nuance. All this, trust me. Okay. I'm, I'm and the, the list of songs he's never going to, but I'll I'll believe you. I guess the be, the best part of the Prince story is um, the lawyer. Says Prince's album just turned twenty five years. He goes, "That's awesome." He goes, yeah, no, "Why, why don't you tell Prince that?" Prince needs to be complimented, but doesn't want to thirst for it. And when you're around him, you think you're that cool. So, so this weird passive aggressive thing. Rest it is odd. Prince. It's crazy that you're that successful and you still think you're not because no still one because no one gushes over you because they think you don't want to get gushed over. You know, you're Prince. 
It's, so it's like a weird prison. How much do you guys think Byron Allen's worth? Who the fuck is Byron Allen? Comics Unleashed. They talked about how they do the setups for the... Oh, that guy. Uh, and Joe kept calling him a billionaire. I don't know. 50 million? I still don't even know what we're talking about. The they setup. talked about it on the show. Yeah, I know. And I didn't know what he was talking about then either. He's a guy who had a comedy show. It was apparently... Really Comics rich. Unleashed. Diaz was on it. Every comic was in it. It was like, so you have a fish tank. And they tell their joke. And then he goes, hey, Bobby, we go skiing last weekend. And they tell them, like, it was so. How much is contrived. he worth? $400 million. $400 million. Jesus Christ. Um, is Takashi 6ix9ine a good songwriter? No. Okay. I don't think he writes So you have songs. a bass now. Well, I'm just trying to get a <laughs> yeah, bass. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's just a talented performer. Um, scripted bits on stage. Singers would be like, uh, this song reminds me of when I was in the Delta. I saw a child die on the cell. You know what I mean? They were saying these things before songs, but 15 times, and it totally was killing the vibe, so they stopped posting them, or even doing it before a song. Well, they used to do that for sure. I can remember seeing bands in two different cities on the same tour because I'm a stupid Uber fan, and them doing the same openings. I've never said this to an audience before. (laughs) You guys are the best city ever. (laughs) I used to do a lot of Ottawa-Montreal shows because it was the two-hour drive and I lived there. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of that. But again, what do you expect them to do? Like, it's so People expect that you can just go out and with two other people, three other people, play a song you guys wrote like a year or two ago to perfection without any, like it has to be a well-oiled machine. You know what I mean? You usually have to practice and have a set ready and fucking. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to do the corny befores because they don't do it. I mean, I agree. Yeah. But listen, they also didn't have to have long blonde hair and wear tight leather pants for 10 years. I think he was saying more like it's, it's nicer for comics who do the things over and over again. It's appreciated. But when musicians do it, it makes the songs, like, the whole thing disingenuous. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You're allowed to do bits. You can't really do bits. Well, you, you can't do, like, sentimental bits. But you find it disingenuous with comics, too. It's just in a different way. When they're reusing the same jokes year after year, you're well, like, no, well, that's, this guy that's is That's a problem. But if you were to see a guy in the same week, he'd be like, whatever. If you saw him two years apart, then you'd be concerned if you saw the exact same act. Yeah, but at the same time... Even you, if I saw the... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, but we overly applaud the guys. Like when he's like, oh, I saw Richard Jenny one night do four different sets in one night. That's always overly applauded too, though. You know what I mean? The people that can do that. And and, and he has no... He's not even on Mount Rushmore, you know what I mean? Who? Richard Jenny. No, of course not. But I was just saying, Joe uses him a lot as like that. <laughs> I think any every comic... It's astounding. It I, really yeah. is astounding. Um, the Beatles rolling around for eight years. That's crazy, eh? That's a lot of songs in eight years, man. And the, and the impact to people. Would they have written crazier songs had they gone to the moon? They obviously did drugs and psychedelics. That's not even a question. I don't think that's a question. But who's better, the Stones or the Beatles? Indoor, outdoor, we need them both. I like the Stones better, but that's just me. I remember I asked the sound guy at Babylon once. I was like, "What? Who's the best rock band ever?" And he gave me the most like rock and roll answer ever. His his long greasy hair and his tight black everything. He looks. He like takes a big drag of his smoke and a shot of whiskey. And he goes, "If God and the devil appeared on Earth today and had a battle, he goes, if God wins, the best band ever is Sabbath. No, it was uh, the best band ever is uh, Led Zeppelin." 
He goes, if the devil wins, it's Black Sabbath. I was like, fuck, okay, like, it's the most convoluted answer ever. See that? I always wonder about like hearing uh, Led Zeppelin, the Beatles, any of those songs like for the first time without without any all the pre- other music yeah, that yeah. you've heard. Like, does it just? What I mean, I assume I assume Stairway to Heaven if you're high as fuck, and you're talking about a pre-internet time and where like you, you can find so little without about, all the bad influence of all the other music your ears exactly, have heard. Ex- exactly. Yeah. That would be amazing. And then having that. no way to find out who these people are or like. That's why it would have been cool to come up in that time when that was actually happening. Like now we get guys like Ed Sheeran. I mean, I will. You know what? Remember we that don't question? don't get Led Zeppelin. That question that kid had earlier about uh, growing up pre-internet or not. I will say there was music was a different world in that like. You were like, you could be someone if you had access, like if you had a good ear and access to music. Like I used to make mixtapes for fucking everyone. Like I had- Just felt the flow. I had more music than most people. I bought a lot of CDs. You know what I mean? Like it was a different world where like, I remember even seeing opening acts who you had never heard of. And that just, that's not a thing now, right? Like most opening acts, you, oh, who's the opening act? I'll Google them, I'll YouTube them. I'll see if there's anything like, like I remember seeing Brother Ali, I had never heard of him. And he did a song at Babylon, acapella, and I was just floored. I remember being like, who the fuck is this guy? But I just, saw Ministry and I had I no still idea. never heard of him. Who the fuck is that guy? He's an underground rapper. He's really good. Yeah, Henry no. Rollins. I saw Henry Rollins, had no idea who he was. Yeah. That was crazy. That was the best part about working at Babylon. I remember like Caribou. I remember I, w- I was doing soundtrack and I'd never heard of Caribou. And someone was like, dude, these guys are really fucking good. They're like... Uh, you know, Canadian up and comers. And yeah, they did soundtrack. I was like, this is fucking insane. Well, it's like Jawbreaker. That's one of my favorite bands. They came here once and it was like, nobody went to the show. Yeah. yeah. It was nothing. I saw that's brand new real fan. I saw brand Nubian in Montreal at club soda, which holds like 700 people and no word of a lie. 10 people showed up. That's really? bad for brand Nubian. Dude, no, they no, did, no, no. they did that's three songs. Back then. They did through back then. This was like 2005. <laughs> they did well, three, even more they did more three than. songs and then they were at the strip club guaranteed. Like they were out. They were just like, we're not but performing. I mean, they were never a household name or like Wu Tang clan or something. No, but in my head, like I was like, they're kind of, they're just so old school that that's like bucket list. Like when am I going to get to see brand Nubian again? You need something that brings out the little girls. Yeah, clearly that not, everybody. not that. Who do you guys think the biggest rock star in the world is now? Ed Sheeran. Beyonce. I think it's Drake. I think Drake's the biggest. Or what do, Post what do, Malone. What do we use as the... Like, now what do you use as Buddy the... Buddy Holly was a rock star. Elvis was a rock star. Like, the, the, big, the, the biggest person that just appeals it's to the Justin most... Justin Bieber. ...people around the world. Mm, that's a good one. Justin you Bieber right. is the biggest rock star. Right I, think, I think it's Drake, though. Drake isn't in as much acting as Bieber is in. Even then, acting? I still... Acting. Bieber acts? Yeah, I've seen Bieber in a bunch of stuff. To answer the question, who's the biggest rock star right now? I, For me, this is how I answered. If you plucked someone like this said rock star and dropped them in like a remote village in Africa, would they be yeah. recognized? You know what I mean? Like that? No, because that's true stardom when like... Bieber. Post Malone. I still no think it's Beyonce. Face tattoos are going to I still think it's out. Beyonce. Bieber. I'm going to go Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce. Bieber's a great And Jay-Z, though. maybe. Jay-Z is no. huge. No, I'm not. He's a backseat to Beyonce. And Kanye, very big. Kanye's pretty recognizable. You would have said one. Kanye a couple years ago. Well, I because think, of his shoe and the fashion stuff, Simon might be right, maybe. Yeah. And, I don't think and the, the Not bigger than Beyonce. We're crazy. No, but Drake has uh, Degrassi. A whole... De- yeah, it's Drake. Has um, Degrassi. Did you see Degrassi? Degrassi is the smallest demographic of people. <laughs> they talked about Millie Vanilli. 
Yeah. And I they're talking about, like, when did people just stop giving a fuck because of lip syncing? And I think it was Ashley Simpson on Saturday Night Live. That was... That happened, she got canceled, and it was like, well, okay, the jig is up. That was the most embarrassing performance or lack thereof that I've ever seen. When she did that, that weird That looked like someone jig. who did not give a fuck about music so or performing or her art. So weird. Uh, one thing they'll say is they're talking about, no, you can't dance or perform. I've said before, Beyonce at Coachella was the most amazing thing, saying every note ran up and down the stages. It, like, it's a feat, like watching a soccer player play. Yeah. That long for three hours, just going and going and singing every note. Unbelievable. But there were songs where she had to have... Um, Oxygen and water. Slow it down. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But he said there's, there's bands who put duds on the album. Like, which which one was that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean about the process? Well, he was one of those bands, apparently. I yeah. just picked out... Um, he had 12 duds and one banger. They just quickly spoke and about Britney. one guy who was the son of Bob Dylan. <laughs> no one understands Britney Spears. Like, why didn't Amy Winehouse Talk about somebody who lip syncs. She did the most lip syncing of any singer out there. But Does that, that girl she- cannot, like, you know that she can't do any public appearance. She's totally controlled. Her dad should have to answer for himself. Owns everything about her. Yeah, it's fucked. It's so fucked up. And how does a judge rule? Like, what kind of fucking um, dum-dum is she that the judge thinks that she can't take care of herself? Like, no offense to anybody here, okay? Seriously, no offense. This is, like, a good thing. I've seen people out there who have serious mental disabilities, who live on their own, who cook for themselves, who take care of themselves and go to jobs and all of those good things. But Britney Spears can't speak in public and a judge fucking reinforce that. Like, what is going on? I stand with you, Britney. It's crazy, Simon. I agree. There must be something we're not getting. Yeah, I haven't looked into I, exactly. it deep because I don't the really care. Like she she must be a mass herself, murderer. She stabs herself or something. Or something. Something we don't get that they don't want to admit because this doesn't make any something sense. Something to justify her, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, Every time they take the oven mitts out off, she tries to like claw her own eyes out. Like the Kamar said, she stabs herself or something. <laughs> that would be long Remember thing. the movie, um, What is what was it called? It was with Steve Martin and... The British guy. Um, uh, they were brothers. Horrible bastards. That wasn't what it was. Horrible something. No. Um, what was it? It was horrible bastards. And he kept stabbing himself in the eye with the fork, so they put the cork on it. Were they con men? Yep. Yeah. That sounds familiar. <laughs> were they con men? Yep. Sounds familiar. They I were, want to get that right, but I don't think anyways. Did you find it? It's not horrible bastards. It's delinquent, despicable bastards or something like that. I'll find it. Look it up. Uh, lastly, so, look it up. So, Jacob, how'd your band start? That would have been a question. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like when you got success? <laughs> there's just, there's nothing like that, you know what I mean? It just this Prince story. It just seemed weird, but I enjoyed it. That's all I have. I mean, that's the weird that you're saying this, but I really did enjoy it. I thought it was a, I, I'm giving it a four. I, I liked it. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Dirty, Dirty Rotten, rotten Scoundrels. scoundrels yes. Nothing. Horrible boss. Yes. Horrible bastards. Horrible there bastards. Was, that's, the, was, that's the Chinese version that's been edited. There was nothing that I didn't like about this podcast, but now rehashing it amongst us, there was plenty that could have been added. So I'm going to have to like change my whole. It's your prerogative. Um, yeah. 
I'm dropping a whole point. You're dropping a whole point? Yeah. Okay. Which means it's a... This was a two and a half. I agree with Matt. This was a four. Uh, for some weird way, even though he didn't say what his favorite song is or what song he wrote that just came to him. Or- I think this was one of those ones where I went in thinking I'm going to dread this two and a half hours. And instead, at the end, I was like, that was refreshing. Like, yeah. I was maybe it was the dread. You know what I mean? When you're dreading something that's not as bad, it seems better than it is. I don't know. But tell us what you think on the ret. No, I'm kidding. Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Documentary is probably going to be cool too. Might be the most interesting thing that's been talked about on this show in a long time. But not that one year. (laughs) (laughs) One year, pretty boring. Uh, All right, that's it. We made it. That's three. All right, we're done. Thank you so much for listening or watching. If you made it this far, wow. Thank you so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Thank you to Potstickers uh, for sponsoring the show. Um, We have a uh, social, both socials, Instagram and Twitter. It's at J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to follow us on either of those, you can also follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. Uh, there's a subreddit if you want to join in the conversation. It's r slash J-R-E-E podcast on Reddit. Uh, join in the uh, conversation. Tell us we're shit. Tell us you enjoyed the show. Tell us you hated it. Give us your opinion on something we said. Uh, the YouTube, if you want to watch the show, it's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, go hit subscribe. Hit that like button. Leave a comment. All that fun stuff that'll help us beat the algorithm. And uh, the Patreon. Of course, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can support for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you will, of course, get the post show. It's the show after the show where we shoot the shit, talk some non-Joe stuff. And you'll get the backlog of old episodes of This Won't Age Well. And someone asked me this week where to find them. I, I don't know how to find it on the app without scrolling down. But if you're on the actual website, you just type in uh, throwback in the search thing. and it should pop They're up. so fire. Just lit. Super lit, bro. Like Ed Sheeran. Especially lit. Yes. What have you gone anywhere to eat this week, Simon? I've gone to a couple of restaurants. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yeah, I've gone to a couple of them. But you you know, a couple of different restaurants. <laughs> Is that so stoked that Simon got made a meme? Is that good? Did I do it? I told him that someone made the meme and I showed it to him. And then I told him about... Uh, that was the, especially good. I, I told him about, success. I told him about all the comments. As I said, I was like, listen, this is like one of the one of the next steps in making it is... That's it. But especially... I, I will never change on Frontier, but I will own especially. Yeah. And I will also own Restaurant. <laughs> Don't want anybody else. <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> What's so funny is we're up at the cottage today and I'm li- I'm listening to my mom talk and she's saying restaurant, restaurant, <laughs> restaurant. I'm like, that's where it's from, right there. Yeah. And I don't say it like that anymore. I say restaurant. <laughs> like a normal person. All right, that's uh, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as usual, we hope you have a great week, weekend. <laughs> and uh, keep your eyes open. <laughs>